All right, everybody, it is time. Best in the business here. We're doing tournament-style brackets. There are going to be 24 finishers in this tournament and only one winner. So if you hopped over to our Twitter, at Jobber Radio, we asked, what do you want us to cover next in the Best of the Business tournament? We had Best Pro Wrestler, Best In-Ring Performer, which, by the way, is different than Pro Wrestler, Best Finisher, and Best Manager. Obviously, Best Finisher won with 42% of the vote. Best manager had 31%, best in-ring 20, and best pro wrestler overall, only 7%. So, um, I don't know. We'll throw those up every once in a while before we do these. Who knows? We might do it for the next one. We might just uh, pick best manager since I finished second on that one. But either way, follow us at Jobber Radio to find out what we're doing next and when we're doing it. So, uh, I say we get started. I am Jake, a.k.a. Bomber, and we got a couple dudes here today. First of all, he is here, the one and only Peanut. Peanut, how are you doing? Are you ready to do the, the brackets? I'm ready to go. I don't have notes like last time, which was uh, uh, the, someone the said highlight. on the uh, Jabba Radio, Radio Discord. That was one of their favorite uh, Peanut quotes from any episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, keep tweeting at Jabba Radio, your favorite Peanut quotes and uh we'll keep taking them in <laughs> there you go i'm glad that they said that was my favorite and then you did not follow up with notes perfect uh then we also got the outsiders here first of all lee lee are you ready to talk some finishers yeah and uh let me just reiterate how happy i am the unprettier is not on this official it, list. it was close it was close it was in the honorable uh mentions here yeah i hate that fucking move uh and we got scott uh, did you want the, un- wait, you didn't want the unprinter, did you? No, I didn't want it there either. No, he did. Oh, yeah. I thought he well, did. Well, me and Pete, and we're, and, and we're Canadian us? and we didn't care for that one. That's so there sad. you go. That is, you're d- disgraceful to Christian. That's no, just Christian no, disgrace. Breeze. No, it was not, a, it was not great. Tyler Breeze, oh my god. Anyway, okay, so first of all, <laughs> let's go over some of those honorable mentions because like I said, there are 24 finishers that made the cut. The first round matchups are going to be like triple threat. We're going to vote. If you, this is your first time watching one of these or listening to this, uh, we do a little vote, and it's basically just tournament style until we get one winner, and that is the best in the business. Um, yeah. If you're if you're watching this on YouTube, you also need to check out our iTunes. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, if you want a little visual of uh, of the brackets, you can go check us out on our U- on our YouTube channel. All you got to do is search Job Ready. We're on like we're on everything. We'll pop up right away. Yeah. But, but, uh, we got a, we got a big up? list of honor, honorable mentions here. Just you know, just for all you people listening, before you start crying in the comments and filling up your fucking diapers, uh, <laughs> we we did consider a lot of moves here. So yeah, just, we yeah. did. So we're gonna get them out of the way first. We have twenty four honor. We have freak out. It's funny because we had twenty four <laughs> actual in the bracket, and we also have twenty four honorable mentions. So we we discussed forty eight yeah. possible finishers for this uh, tournament here. Um, now, my favorite uh, is mm-hmm. the uh, DVD. The DVD. What, the what DVD. is what you asked? What does that mean? You're the Death Valley Driver. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Scott, I you want to go down the list here and name name some of the honorable mentions that we had? Well, I, I just want to mention before we even do that, just a little bit of what the criteria is, in case people are wondering. Because is it? We talked about that before, and I, I'm always mm-hmm. the guy like, "What's the thing about?" We it is a bit of a loose criteria that we always do with these. Also, get ready for the long haul. These are long, but fun. Um, it's not just like, "Oh my God, this move always worked," or "That was always that." It's it's more like this, like impressions of the move and things like yeah. that. So the the, the alternate mentions are sometimes like maybe only one guy ever used it and it wasn't always that great. That kind of thing. Um, I'll I'll bring up mine. It's at the bottom of our list because it came up late. But the perfect plex. 
is like it's one of my favorite finishers, but one guy doing a fisherman suplex. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it, it, it's great, and it, like as, as a one-off. And if we had a, like a one-off tournament like that, that might mm. be its own weird thing to do. But nobody else ever used it. Does that disqualify it? No, because there's other ones on our list that did make it that are, are like that. But it was just never to great effect, I, I guess, in, in some ways. Um, the other one that I said was uh, the Hogan's leg drop. Oh, Atomic yeah. leg drop Atomic was the other one I, that was like, yeah, people would think that's the finisher of all finishers. And yet it's a fucking leg drop, guys. Yeah, I mean, back <laughs> like in the day, yes. I mean, yeah, some of that will be considerations. We do have old finishers on here. So. There are some. There is some footage when you see Hogan doing that leg drop. It's like holy fuck. I mean, he can't walk partly because of the damn thing. But it's like it's it's at the end of the day, just kind of a leg drop. So there's elements where we kind of go back and forth on it with that. But I mean, we got 24. I'll mention another one. Um, um, uh, you can start at the top. You can just go down. Okay, slam. Yeah. Oh yeah, chokeslam. Chokeslam is one I probably would have put on the list, but it's not impressive in any way. Except yeah, it is. You're picking a guy up and chokeslamming. Him. I like Chokeslam. the I like the Texas Cloverleaf. Texas Clo- Cloverleaf is good, or uh, what does Storm call it? The uh, Calgary Maple Leaf. Maple Leaf, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> there, there's variations of moves as well. Scorpion Death Drop, and there was another version that was called something. I forget, though. Uh, stuff like that. So, I don't know. Lee Camel like Clutch it. is on here, but we pulled it off of the list. Yeah, Camel, Camel Clutch, Clutch is... originally was on there, and we re-removed it. So Sorry, yeah. Rab. Rab was the one that said, it better yeah. be on the damn list, but it, it was. It, it didn't make and it. It's off yet. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, you didn't show up to advocate yeah. for it, Reb, so <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, Muscle Buster was close to getting... Oh, that's a close yeah, one. Lee wanted that one in there. Attitude Adjustment, there's probably going to be a lot of people uh, kind of confused that maybe Attitude Adjustment didn't make it. Rings of Saturn, I thought that was I'm a mad. fun finisher. Oh, you're always mad, Peanut. Are you, are you saying the... <laughs> Didn't you say the Discord was like big on Rings of Saturn? Yeah, or as soon like as that? I said Rings of Saturn, they kind of marked out. Really? Like, oh God, yeah, yeah. They, they. I guess. I mean, big, that is, big Saturn fan. That is a that is a cool move. I mean, but I mean, Saturn's like literally pretty much the only guy I can think of who. I, I mean, there's a couple people who have used it over the years, but Saturn was really the only guy that didn't, sort of brought it into prominence. Didn't and Batista it is a cool move. It? I may be wrong there. Didn't Batista use it? I may be way wrong. Uh, I don't think Batista ever did a submission. Yeah, I was about life. to say, I probably am way <laughs> no. wrong. For some reason that, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Um, one of my personal favorite finishers, like just in general, Vertebraker. Uh, didn't make yeah. it. I was a big Vertebraker fan. Which I had to have explained to me. I'm like, what is that again? Yeah. And like, I've been a wrestling fan for 30 years, but at certain points you're like, Hold on, what was that? And it's, I'm the guy that usually knows all the history and things. Yeah. I'm like, but hold yeah. on, what's that? It's so a little it dangerous. All of us. A little dangerous. Little unique. Was there like a CZW yeah. thing? No, what? <laughs> like they put, no. you put a, a, like a light tube on someone's back of their head. <laughs> actually, I there are that has been done before. Actually, uh, Dan, uh, Danny Havoc from CZW has done a vertebraker with a holding a light tube. Swear to God. Of course. So, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, a couple other ones. I'll just run down the list real quick. We had Burning Hammer almost made it. Angle Slam, 450, Phoenix Splash, Red Arrow, a couple big top rope moves there. Rock Bottom uh, didn't make it. A lot of people yeah. brought up that it really wasn't a big finish. He kind of, yeah. Yeah, he kind of finished with the elbow, with the people's I mean, elbow. Booker used it more as the bookend, as a finisher. That's, than that's probably true. Yeah, we should have added up, that up there instead of Rock Bottom. We could just call it the bookend. Uh, we got Million Dollar Dream, the Curb Stomp. We got uh, Eclipse, the Torture Rack, um, One Winged Angel, which is one of the ones that's kind of picking up steam now because of uh, 
Mr. Kenny Omega. Omega. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we have Unprettier, Perfect Plex, Skull Crushing Finale. And then they're the that very was a close bottom one. Yeah, Skull Crushing Finale. Actually, Peanut wanted that in there, but didn't make it. And then Atomic oh. Leg Drop. So that was the and 24 honorable mentions we have. I mm. guess there's two obvious things people are going to notice here there are submissions and strike ones. So they're both in here. High flying. Yes. It's all in there. But there's no tag team ones. Correct. That could be possible down the road, a entirely different bracket. Uh, that would only be like a 16-thing bracket. They're probably I don't think we'd come up with yeah. 24. But, uh, yeah, I, we exclude tag team finishers from this. All submission, regular stuff, all good, but no tag team finishers Ooh, will be on I, this list. I want to do that best in the business. So, anyway, <laughs> let's get to this. Everybody is tuning in like, why haven't they started the fucking tournament yet? Here we go. No, it's good. Our promos are done. They're let's, out of the way. Let's, let's start this damn tournament. Guys, in the first round, the very first match, up in the top left of your bracket, we're going to have the ankle lock. Versus the Go to Sleep GTS versus the Frog Splash. So, first of all, let me throw this out there. The Ankle Lock, this is going to be any variation. We're talking Kurt Angle. We're talking uh, Ken Shamrock. We're talking, even if you want, Jack Swagger. Um, and then Go to Sleep, which is, of course, CM Punk and the other guy, Hideo Itami. Kenta. Um, Kenta, yes. And Frog Splash, this is a wide array. This could be... Uh, the five-star frog splash. This could be the Eddie Guerrero frog splash. This could be the D'Lo Brown frog splash, yeah. which is one of my favorite. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the, you know interchangeable with different people, but it's overall finish. So that is what we're doing. Peanut, you said you already have a winner for this first match. So let's hear it. Peanut, who are you going to vote? Uh, who are you going to pick here for the uh, best finisher in this first I'll match? I'll just jump right to it. Jump right to it. Yep. Ankle lock. Ankle lock. I don't know. Wow. Okay. I always like that one because as a kid, you throw it on your brother. He's tapping. Uh, you get someone who can sell to it. Uh, you know, Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. um, The Undertaker with uh, Kurt Angle. Those are some good memories of mine. Uh, go to sleep is fun. Um, that's when you don't do not do it home. Don't do it to your brother. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're uh, Frog Splash. Teeth. That's almost unfair, though, because that one, a lot of people have it. Uh, I first I saw Frog Splash and I was like, wait, Tadpole Splash? No, but no, I think somebody did do a Tadpole uh, Splash. It's got to. Somebody at some point. Yeah, Hornswoggle. Yeah, Hornswoggle. That was, it was Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. That's right. Goddamn. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that one's, I don't know, that's a tough one. It was between, when I was looking at this at first glance, it was Frog Splash, okay. Ankle Lock. But I went to my, my gut, what I remember watching and thinking, wow, that looks like it hurts. And then actually <laughs> applying it. And yeah, that one hurts. <laughs> All right, so. so that's one for ankle lock. And the funny thing, some people say that's not it. That doesn't even look like it hurts. I've seen an actual like MMA match finished by an ankle lock. So I mean, it's 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 real deal. Yeah, it's real deal. Um, I don't know, Scott, what you got? Who you going with here? Uh, well, I was gonna kind of uh, tag onto that where you said like an actual MMA it happens. Yeah, it's never the standing one though. It's always like yes, they get down they, and it's yeah. like a, a heel hook leg lock and yep. it gets legit at that point. Um. That's where it gets serious, and I always liked when Angle did that. I get it's more impressive when he stands and does it, but when it drops down, and he started to train the crowd into that. When he dropped down, oh, they went nuts. It was always always awesome. Yeah, that was when it was um, like, all right, it's fucking legit now. Go to sleep? I don't know. It probably has the best crowd reactions in some ways, thanks to Punk, and even Kenta, people were going nuts for him to hit it. Uh, and the Frog Splash, like Peanut said, there's so many of them, and it's it's kind of a hard one to vote against, simply because it's almost more prolific. Um, my personal favorite was always uh, Van Damme's because of the goddamn height he got off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go with Frog Splash, specifically because I'm thinking the five-star. It was, was sure. always my favorite of those. And i got to go with that one because the ankle lock is great and Shamrock's and the Patriot lock and different variations. And even Rousey did it. 
But the five star frog splash was like you're you're not getting up from that. I never like if he could hit it, it's always great to see. And it was always cool to see, even if he missed. And personal extra added favorite, I liked when he acted hurt from doing it because it was yeah. such a high thing to do. It was like, oh, God, it hurts. I got to pin him. That mm-hmm. was always a fun extra bonus. So, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go real quick. The For me, go to sleep. That is one of the ones where every time I see it done, I'm like, how did that not break that guy's fucking nose? <laughs> it's sometimes just, it does. It's a, Yeah, it looks that is one of that is a very good looking finisher. I don't know if it's just the way Punk always did it. I know, I know what I guess Hideo, uh, Hideo Tommy was the one that uh, created it. I don't know. I I was yeah. think you guys corrected me one time when I said he well, stole it. Yeah, Lee, you could say I don't know if he created it, but Punk got it from him directly. Yeah, yeah. So. Hideo was definitely the uh, most prolific guy to do it if he didn't write out invent it. Yeah, and that was time. my totally my ignorance on that one. But I thought it was Punk's. Like I thought it was original from Punk. Which oh is, God, I remember that when you're like, ignorance. oh God, yes, that was and Tommy my... stole Punk's move and we lost our shit. Yeah, that was that. my fault. I was dumb. I was dumb. I was. I was we didn't ignorant. know you were serious. No, like, I was dead serious. I was like, we, all, we were quiet. Like, is he doing a bit? No, I was <laughs> yeah. dead serious. That was me being it was dumb. Amazing. Yeah. But now I know. Now I know. But either way, Punk did it really fucking good. I. It always looked like he really crushed the person's fucking face and. That looked really good to me. Ankle lock. I always, every time uh, Angle put in the ankle lock, I knew it was like, okay, somebody's going to get out of it until he pulled the straps down or until he, he like you said, jumped down and like wrapped those legs around the person's leg. Uh, I thought Ken Shamrock did it really good too. Uh, swagger, not so fucking much. But either way, um, both of those really good, but easy pick for me. I'm going frog splash. It looks... Yes, ankle lock is easily a good working move where you're not really hurting the guy. GTS looks like it fucking hurts, but man, when you're frog splashing somebody and you're really jumping off and coming down, that you got you got to fucking put some pressure on somebody when you do that. You got to be fucking slamming down on them. I think that really does actually as far as stuff on the list besides maybe Swanton Bomb, one of the ones that actually probably hurt more than any other ones I think is probably frog splash. And they always look good to me. Uh, I, I think Seth Rollins also has a good frog splash, but I'm going frog splash. I think he gets an easy pass here for me, but we'll see what Lee says here. Two votes for frog splash, one for ankle lock. What you got, Lee? Um, I think the discussion has sort of uh, taken away my initial thought. My initial thought I was going to go for the ankle lock, but that move really has been diluted over the last like 10 or 15 years. I mean, when uh, Shamrock was doing it, that was a killer move. Like he yes. was tapping people out in ten seconds, right? And then when Kurt Angle had it, he was doing the different variations, and that was still a pretty killer finisher. But you started seeing more reversals, and then by the time you get to like fucking Jack Swagger, it's just <laughs> getting reversed all the time, right? Um, it is an impressive move, and I like it a lot. Go to sleep. I'm not a big fan of these sort of modern moves. Like there's a lot of variations of this in Japan where. Uh, you get a guy up on your shoulders and you bring their head down on your knee in some variation. Either it's like the back of their head or their neck or the front of their face or whatever. Um, I'm not a big fan of those moves just because they do have so much potential for actually like really seriously hurting a person. Um, and I'm I'm never really in favor of finishers that kind of do that. Uh, I, I like safe finishers that look really fucking deadly, but you can you know you can pull off with ease without hurting a guy. Uh, and so taking that into account and also the fact that 
although I'm not a big fan of the more sort of uh, flippy, floppy, incredibly fast-paced sort of indie wrestling that you see mm-hmm. both in the indies and just in the big companies today, uh, I am a big fan of just sort of the junior heavyweight style from the mid to late 80s and early 90s from Japan and uh, Mexican wrestling around that sort of period as well. And Frog Splash is a killer move. I mean, everything from D'Lo Brown with when he had the uh, chest protector gimmick. I yes. love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I just fucking love Eddie Guerrero, the way he did it. The uh, Like you said, Rob Van Dam got really good height. Eddie got really good height, too. And he did the, uh, he did that just way, his, the way his physique worked and everything. He had that sort of perfect jackknife thing he did before he... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, pulled off the splash, and yeah, that's still an effective and impressive looking move. And as far as top rope moves go, it's one of my favorites. So I'm gonna have to go frog splash. Alrighty then, we got our first winner here. Three votes to one. Frog splash goes over. Gro- go to sleep and the ankle lock. And I was gonna add on to what you said there because I didn't. I forgot about that. But Eddie made it look like that frog thing was actually part of why it worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it, Van Dam just kind of did it for height, but Eddie made it look like that last opening was why the move hurt. <laughs> and yeah. I guess you could argue like that we have frog splash. You could put in the superfly splash or the money shot. It's a top rope splash, sure. but we're doing mm-hmm. the froggy I've been thinking here. Thinking money like, shot the whole time. Yeah, you can asterisk get those in probably, but yeah. I always I always bought it too when Snooka did it because yeah, honestly, because he, he jumped it, off the top rope onto people. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it's just, you know, Eddie and Snooka, especially Eddie in his last uh, last few years, he, he really put on, like, he, he got really cut. Like, he, he put on a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he just, he just it just looked like, fuck, if that guy hits me, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, it was believable when he hit Lesnar with it, who had 100 pounds on him, so. Yeah. yeah. All right, so moving on. In the next match, we got the Razor's Edge versus the Crossface versus the Swanton Bomb. Lee, you want to start this one off here? Yeah, um, this move is probably going to get some oh, <laughs> boos and yep. hisses yeah, <laughs> from people because of its uh, uh, connections to a specific guy, but um, I've always been a big fan of the crossface, man. Uh, no matter who's doing it, I, I know a lot of uh, WWE guys sort of after Chris Benoit started like picking it up, like Shawn Mike, I think even Shawn Michaels did it for a Michaels while. Michaels and Triple H both did. Yeah. yeah. In that time um, frame, yeah. Yeah, like I love that move. I think that's one of the best looking submissions ever done. It just it just looks fucking like it hurts so bad. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Swanton Bomb. I'm just not a big fan of Jeff Hardy in particular. Anyway, uh, I, I just think most of his offensive stuff looks like bullshit, and I've seen better Swantons than than that move. Um, Razor's Edge. That's a great classic move. It really only kind of works if you're a big tall motherfucker though it, it, that's the only way it kind of looks impressive to me um and there's kind of potential for really seriously hurting a guy too if you're a big clumsy fucking mm-hmm. tall motherfucker uh crossface it's a great submission it's easy to pull off and it looks painful as fuck and uh, that's where i'm gonna throw my vote all right that's uh one for crossface now does the I know the yes lock is a little bit of a variation, but is, would you consider that in the crossface as well, or is that completely different? I know it's like the label lock. I don't know if that's the same thing. No, uh, well, it's it's a it's a variation on it, but I mean, it's it's still essentially a a, a crossface cross submission. Yeah. It's a crossface with a trapped arm. Yeah, yeah. Which okay. I mean, the STF is a crossface with a trapped leg. 
they're the, the SDFU or Cena's version. It, they're all kind of the same. That's how you, I look at it. Yeah, when you think about it, crossface, um, the the label lock is actually just an improved version of the crossface because crossface did trap one of the arms, but it just did it kind of loosely with your legs or whatever. So yeah, it, that's true. Yeah. Um, all right, I guess I'll go real quick. Uh, Swanton Bomb, as I just said a minute ago, that's a move where more often than not, Hardy nowadays anyway does not hit that the way he used to. He, he usually like rolled off of his shoulder blades and didn't apply much of the weight when he goes off top. Now it seems more often that he just completely fucking lands on you full bore right on his back, flat across your chest, and it looks like it just fucking destroys you. So... I'd say now the move looks more devastating than it ever used to look. Um, But going over to the Razor's Edge, something about the Razor's Edge, man, was special to me. I always loved the Razor's Edge. Just the way he could, like, walk around with his arms up, holding the guy across his back. It was a cool visual, always before. He could either hit it right away or he could hold on, walk around, taunt a little bit, depending on how heavy the person was, and uh, hit it. That was always fun for me. Um, Crossface. Oh, man. I do like the crossface. I really do. I, I like how it, it seems to always add a lot more drama than some of the other submission moves out there. Like the ankle lock, it's always easy. The guy can crawl over to the ropes and grab the bottom rope. But for the crossface, they only they don't have both arms uh, available, so it's always a little more drama involved. And I think it is one of the better... We do have quite a few submissions on here, but I think it is one of the better submissions on the list. And I was thinking Razor's Edge ahead of time, but man, I I think I'm gonna go Crossface as well. I think it is one of the more uh, dramatic finishers as far as submissions go. When you think about dramatic, is he gonna finish him? Is he gonna tap? Is he gonna tap? They can roll over, but they kind of always roll right back into it. And uh, I'm gonna go with Crossface. I'm gonna do that. Uh, Peanut, what are you going with? Definitely not the Razor's Edge. It's Whoa. an all right move. Definitely not. Okay. Um, Okay. Well, I wouldn't say definitely not. Well, yeah, I'm voting. I'm definitely not picking. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, not trying to make a second guess I can't, yourself. I can't tell me what I say. Oh, wait, yes, I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, hmm. yeah, it's a tough one between Crossface and Swanton Bomb. It's one of those where if I went first, I think I would have went Swanton Bomb. But you know, the more I thought about the Crossface, don't let people um, talk you out of stuff. The, they're not talking to me. They're bringing up fair points okay. that okay. I was not originally thinking of. I can see that. Um, but I don't know. This wonton bomb just looks so cool. I used to do it back in the day. And I would do it the nice way where I would take the blow on my tailbone. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably why Jeff doesn't take it like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of get worried because half the guys are like half his size now. Which is weird to think about. Yeah. But, yeah. He's a big guy. <laughs> Uh, hmm. I might go with Swanton, though, for nostalgia. Okay. That's one for Swanton, two for Crossface. Scott, what you got? Come on, Scott. <laughs> well, I did always like the Razor's Edge. Um, the are right, Bomber. There was always this kind of cool factor about it when it would come out. And it, it's funny enough, like, it is one where only really one guy used it as a finisher quite like that um, for the longest time. Who Does Corbin do something like that now? Or someone does something like that similar. I can't remember who it is, but... Um, it, for the longest time, it was just him doing it. It was always cool. And the crossface, I did always like. Like I mentioned, um, the STF, the variations are all in there. 
it makes me think of uh, the Tasmission as well, like a rear naked choke. But no one else really does that. But this is a kind of a, a more dramatic version because you're not flat on your back getting pinned. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, and the Swanton, honestly, Hardy's version, as graceful as it is, he used to just kind of land on his head or on the guy and the rest would be on his flat on his back on the mat, which kind of sucked. Now he's landing on people, so it is kind of fun. Yeah. It makes me think of the moonsault, how that's so not a finisher at all anymore. And like how some people could just not land on you at all, like Lita, or crush you, like Vader. So there's variations oh. in that. Um, but the crossface probably is my favorite. And yeah, I liked Benoit. And yeah, he made it look awesome. And yeah, he probably actually killed family with it. Oh, oh my God. There we go. I knew it was coming up at some point. We got to say it. We got to do that. But it's true. It's real life, people. It really is. But when that move happened, and even after Triple H and Michaels used it afterwards, it still got those pops of like, oh, no, he's done. He can never get out. And, yeah, it, all, it always was this, this rousing kind of thing like, oh, God, he's got him. It just worked thematically because it shows the guy struggling. All you see is his eyes because his face is covered. And his opponent is right there above him like, tap, tap. It's great for camera. The hand is outstretched. It's, it's all good from every angle. So, yeah, I'm going crossface. All right, that's another three to one uh, victory for Crossface here. Moving on to the next round, man, I'm doing terrible. It's all right. It's all right. You're getting there. You'll get better. You'll Wait, get better. Let as Peanut we go. let let Peanut go last on this one. Okay, Peanut, you'll go last no, on this next may, one here. Maybe why? Or or no? We don't want to. Maybe that's the wrong way. I don't know. Here we go. Uh, in the third match, we got Power Bomb of any kind. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, oh. Sweet Chin Music and the Doomstone Power Driver. Uh, first of all, for the power bomb, this is going to be covering uh, the jackknife power bomb, the Batista bomb, whatever the fuck Sid Vicious called his fucking power bomb. It's probably just regular power bomb. Uh, the pop up power bomb, Kevin Kevin Owens. Any kind of power bomb variation, kind of like the frog splash, is going to fall under this category. It's all pretty much the same move, but the guys last ride modified. as well. Don't forget La- that one. Yes, one of the best ones actually. Last ride. I prefer last ride quite a bit. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, what you didn't like the last ride? Um, oh, I love the last ride. <laughs> uh, Scott, you can you can go first here. Not not the last ride, but no, the, I, I, it was kind of a unique way to do it. But it was always kind of weird. Like he'll pick him up and then lift him up and slam him down. I don't know. I liked Vader just snapping him down like you're dead. Vader and bomb. Nash's was oh, all right. Well, yeah, no, Vader bomb was more like the the corner splash thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, the power bomb was always just a simple fun one. It's also a generic move, but I like the idea that certain guys can just obliterate you with it. It, it always worked. And Kevin Owens makes it great because he catches you running and you're toast. You're, you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet Chin Music, I always thought was dumb because I come from a time when that was a crescent kick. Sure. And yeah. then they changed it to Sweet Chin Music, or it was the super kick, as well known now. And it became Sweet Chin Music simply because that's what Michaels did. And I didn't like it then because he just kicks him. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. But when he came back in 2002 and was catching people with it out of nowhere, um, spoilers for RKO's, but he would just catch someone and like fall on them, it was so much better. It was a great move of like, it's lethal, it will end you. It still worked after he retired. Like, it's just, people know when he hits that, you're done. It was always great. However, there also is the Tombstone Power Driver. Undertaker's a favorite. That was all, I, I'm voting for that. The Tombstone just, he debuted and obliterated Coco with it. And it was like, oh god, he's not getting up. And I mean, Pal Drivers, we don't have Pal Driver on the list otherwise. So there's no Jerry Lawler, Pole Pal Driver, nothing like that. No package Pal Drivers, whatever. It's the Tombstone. But yep, yep, just it was just, like, he would jump with it on guys with, like, 
Michaels and stuff, or he tombstoned Mark Henry, I think, and he didn't do Bundy, but he's able to get bigger guys. He stupidly did Shane McMahon with no hands at one point, because that's how wrestling works. It's, yeah. yeah. I go with the tombstone. The tombstone is the way to go okay. for me on this one. It just, yeah. <clears throat> it was always like, there, there's no get, there's no coming back from that. That's how I always saw it, compared to there too. Sweet Chin Music got great, but it's the, it's the tombstone. <laughs> it's my favorite. Okay. Uh, I'll go real quick. First of all, Powerbomb. To me, I still think the Powerbomb is, I know you said a generic move, but Cause maybe because a lot hmm. of guys did it, kind of. Yeah, but... no. Can I just? I'll, I'll, I'll sure. can clarify that. Yeah. It's still commonly used as just a counter out of the corner, and bam, he power bombed him. It's not a finisher, but it simply just is used in that way. I can see what you're saying. That, that's all as... I meant. I didn't mean generic. I just meant common. No, as far as that goes, out of the corner, I can. I'll give you that one, hundred percent. Yeah. But I don't see many guys just like straight up power bombing somebody in a match, like actual, hmm. like head between the legs, flip them up, and then power bomb. Not like fair. No, that, that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. But out of the corner, yeah, guys like going for the 10 punches, just scoop up underneath them and then power bomb. Yeah, I, 100%. Yeah, that happens quite a bit. Um, I I really, maybe I have a soft spot for the power bomb. I'm a really big fan of the power bomb. I've always liked a lot of different variations, even when Sid Vicious like fucking killed a guy in the War Games match. I forgot who that was. Was it Blanchard? Who was? Anybody know who that was? Oh. Was that Pillman he hit on the Pillman? Pillman, Pillman there you yeah. go. He fucking brought Dude, him right down on his neck. Don't forget Nash and the Giant. Nash and oh, the yeah. Giant. Yeah. Powerbomb is a move that can easily fucking kill somebody if you don't do it right. So that's also a little bit of extra uh, danger involved with the finisher as well. Um, it's not a move that everybody can pull off, which I have respect for that as far as you got to be a powerful guy to do the move as far as you know, lifting the guy up. And I know a lot of it is in the person taking it too. They're actually supposed to jump up and do the flip up and all that as well. But I really enjoy the power bomb. The sweet chin music was a fantastic finisher until everyone else in the world destroyed it as a finisher to me. Now, if, if Shawn Michaels was still wrestling, he would be like, fuck you guys. Now I got to come up with another finisher because the Usos do at least 10 a match. Uh, Ziggler does at least five a match himself. The, the, the super kick, sweet chin music, all that is, to me, unfortunately, tarnished, ruined as far as a good, uh, solid finisher finisher. Uh, basically based on everybody destroying as a credible finisher, which it used to be with Shawn Michaels. Now, Tombstone Pile Driver, fucking good finisher in theory. Here's where we're going to get into it right here. In theory, that is a fucking great finisher. There's nobody else that really did it as far as, as well as good as The Undertaker did. And it's perfect name for his character and everything. Everything's great. But when he didn't do it right as far as the guy's head's way too far off the mat, it was fake as shit. And they had to rely on different camera angles to make stuff look good. Like, for example, when Kane did it to Linda McMahon and it was the bad camera angle and showed her head was like three feet away from the floor. In theory, it is a great finisher, but when it looks bad, it looks really, really fake. So with that in mind, I'm going to pick Powerbomb here because I don't think it ever looks bad. And when it does go bad, it almost kills someone. Sweet Chin Music, <laughs> Sweet Chin, Sweet Chin Music has been ruined, and the Tombstone Pile Driver is great when done right, but also, I think is uh, is really looks really bad when not performed right, uh, and that's my pick. I guess Lee, you can go next since we're gonna save Peanut for last. All right. Um, 
interesting you pick up uh, on when the power bomb's done done wrong, it could potentially really hurt somebody. Uh, I yes. think the origin, the very original power bomb, if I'm not mistaken, actually was just a fuck up. It was actually like a really? fucked up pile driver. Um, yeah, I think it was it was either Luthez or Carl Gotch in Japan oh. at some point. They and you can actually see this move now. Like it was actually turned into a legit move. Um, it's it's the uh, it, it's on WWF No Mercy the the Hangman's power bomb I believe it's called. Uh, where you've you've got the guy sort of in the position where where you're you're, you're you've got his legs grasped or whatever and you're you're going to pull him up, but you don't quite get him up and you just sort of you're standing there and you just bring him right down on his fucking head like yeah. you basically just drop him down on his head. That was kind of the originator of the power bomb as oh as far as um as far as I know, uh, and people just sort of started doing like, hey, we actually lift the guy up and bring him down on his back instead of right on his fucking head. Um, yeah, it's, it, 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 Scott's right. It is kind of a generic move in the, in the sense, like the choke slam, where it's just become like a move that people spam now in matches as opposed to it being a big finisher anymore for most, uh, occurrences. Um, sweet chin music, super kick, whichever way you want to put it, uh, totally ruined for me. As soon as fucking the young bucks started super kicking kids and birthday parties. Oh, God, uh, I didn't even, uh, oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't bring that I'm up. I'm like, Fuck there's it. a reason I didn't mention that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck the young bucks and, you know, fuck them for continuing to... Let's go, young bucks. Oh my fuck God. off. Ruin wrestling for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, and honestly, I would... I would. It's a shame, too, because I'd go right back to, like, uh, gentleman Chris Adams uh, doing the super kick. I liked his version even better than Shawn Michaels. Um, but I just liked him as a wrestler better than Shawn Michaels. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go for Tombstone Pile Driver because that's just still a legit killer move. Like, that... that I mean, it is... A dangerous move in, in the sense that they basically only let the undertaker do it but it kind of added to the mystique because the undertaker was always safe with it like he wasn't hurting people with it um and also it's also a killer move over in japan too uh bringing back chris benoit into this talk uh when he was uh wild pegasus or pegasus kid he was doing a tombstone pile driver from the second rope oh my god yeah so it's a great move, and that's where my vote goes. Okay, that's two for Tombstone, one for Powerbomb. Peanut, what you got? Uh, Powerbomb, Batista Bomb, thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> Sweet chin music, tune up the band, get hit, fall down. Oh, is Tombstone. A, is a poem? <laughs> I can He's hear the beat notes. noise right now. <laughs> Tombstone pile driver, lift him up. Put him down. Yeah, that was terrible. My vote. Sweet chin. Yeah, that one. I kind of ran out of ideas for that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my vote kind of doesn't matter here. I'm going to throw it to sweet chin music. Uh, kind of, you guys talking about it made me think, like, I wonder if Shawn Michaels had ever touched on how oversaturated the super kick market is, per se. Like, I wonder if he's just avoided that conversation or if there's any bits Probably. of them out there talking about it, because I'd be curious I don't to see what he, he thinks about enough. that. I don't think he cares enough about the craft of wrestling to give a fuck. That's uh, probably true. I don't know about that, but I, I guarantee he probably doesn't care. He probably doesn't care now. He knows, but it's like, whatever. It, yeah. He knows that when he does it, it still matters. That's all that matters. It hasn't soured it for like when even, he does it, so it's okay. 
I, you know what? When I brought up Ziggler, you know he's it's got better with age. So. Ziggler's now <laughs> fucking doing the stomping on the mat and everything too. Like, goddamn, son. Like for real. I think he's just embracing because everyone started calling him a wannabe Shawn Michaels, so he just committed Why to it. Why embrace that? I that's think like that's... not something you want to. Like, yes, he's, because he's a heel. Look, oh, I'm new Shawn Michaels. Uh, Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I see yeah, he's how he's working. Yes. You. He's totally working. He yeah. is one of the best uh, wrestlers of all time, as far as Shawn Michaels goes. Which, like, you would think that's a compliment, but you want to be your own fucking person, I would assume. So I don't know. But anyway, let's not get on that. Let's go to the next match here. Uh, figure four leg lock versus the sharpshooter versus the lion tamer, or if you want to throw in walls of Jericho, it's there is a slight variation, but we'll just we'll lump them all into the same thing. We'll say the lion tamer for fun funsies. Um, uh, uh, Scott, how about you go again? Okay, figure four, you know who Ric Flair is? Yeah, okay, there you go. Uh, yep. um, there is the figure eight, which is Charlotte's version, which is basically she just arches her back. Is the figure eight, is it the same move? It's, well, yes, but with an arch, uh, you can asterisk it. Um, sharpshooter, hey, I'm a Bret Hart fan. There you go. But you get guys like The Rock who don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it literally, I'm going to twist your legs and then lean back. There's no contact, no anything. It looks horrendously bad. Um, Sting's version was alright, the Scorpion Deathlock, it's the same move, but it still wasn't always that great, um, but Natalia can at least do it, and, like, some, some are able to pull it off, but it's a very easy one to fuck up and make it look dumb, and to, like you said, Bomber, when it's not done right, it looks real bad, and to be fair, the Powerbomb's one of the first ones on our list that you could not do right and make look bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or the yeah. pile driver. Yeah, because, I mean, an ankle lock, you do it bad. It's, I'm just holding your leg. He screams. That's all. The, the sharpshooter, you could easily do wrong, and it looks really bad. So it's it's a tough one. The lion tamer or the walls of Jericho, uh, he's basically just, like, holding you and bending you back, which I've heard is actually one of the shittiest moves to take because you're legit just having your back bent. But when he does the lion tamer and puts his knee on the back Oof. of your fucking head, yeah. it's so good. Oh, it's great. So I'm torn between those two because the sharpshooter was my favorite when Brett did it because it's like you're done, you're out, you're not getting out of this. Well, and Ben Walk could pull it off too. We just we got to keep bringing him back. Yeah, he's gonna be in like every one of these. It seems yeah. like. Um, uh, but the Lion Tamer, I love the Lion Tamer version of it because when you see him do it and he does the version of it, it's like oh. But when he puts that knee down, the crowd wakes up for it too. They're like oh, like they know it's it's serious now. It was always a cool thing to it. So, I ah. Uh, I'm torn. I'm legitimately torn on the specific lion tamer versus like Bret Hart doing the sharpshooter because <laughs> it's not good when others do it. But I kind of got ah, fuck. You making me go first, you son of a bitch. Yep, yep. That's hate what I you. Do. That's what I do. I hate you so much right now. Um, sharpshooter. All right, there it is. One for a sharpshooter. Uh, I gotta go. It's yeah, and not not everybody's. Hey, sometimes you're little. It, sometimes I I can I pick got, a, I can pick a little bias. Sometimes it's okay. Yeah, I got to go with it. Uh, Peanut, who are you gonna? Well, I say who. What are you gonna pick here for submission? All f- I, I made Canadian. sure uh-huh. I made sure all three of these were submission <laughs> moves. So we actually got a submission. At I least thought these were fans. random. I well, thought these were yes, done for, the, random. for the most part, but this one, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a... Working I'm going to time. Son of a thing. bitch. No. <laughs> no, I mean, the rest of us pretty much ran yeah. but this one, I, want, I wanted three in uh-huh. one thing, so at least one submission will advance. But anyway, what you got? I mean, these are like all submissions. Okay. I know. That's what uh, figure for, for leg lock. You guys know who the Miz is. 
Um, yes, we do. There you go. <laughs> God damn, Peanut. You're Sorry, oh, that was good. <laughs> that was fucking troll. great. Um, yeah, that was kind of also to buy time because this is tough. Because sharpshooter, tough heart. Yeah, right. That's an awesome blind tamer. Same thing is like even when it was the walls of Jericho, and you know, boom, the knee went on the back of the head. It was like, oh, he's tapping. I mean, a lot of times later in Jericho's career, of course, not. But, um, hmm. This this one is tough. I don't even have words. Ah, uh, figure four leg lock, Ric Flair. All right. Wait, so I like how you bring up Miz and then you pick figure four, Ric Flair. All right. Uh, <laughs> Lee, what are you going with here? Yeah, this is actually probably the toughest one so far for me. Because um, when it comes to the figure four leg lock, I mean, honestly, if you look back at it, Ric Flair didn't win a lot of matches with it. He honestly, he got reversed more than he actually won a match with the fucking move. But I love the psychology uh, behind that move, if you do it right, because it's also a potential pinning move. Because uh, if the guy's in enough pain where he falls back on his shoulders, he starts getting pe- counted uh, for a three count, right? Um, so I, I love that. When they, when they actually work that into a move, uh, or into a match, I mean, uh, that works really well. I always like that idea. Like, the idea that you could put that on him and he might not tap or give up, but he's in so much pain that he can't get off his shoulders after a while and you just you get you get a three count out of it. That that's awesome. I like that. Um sharpshooter, that's always a favorite, but Scott is right. You can really make that move look like shit. Like there's it, there is a bit of a complicated uh, sequence you have to go through to get that move on and unless you're like Bret Hart, you you pretty much make it look like dog shit if you if you uh if you're the rock or somebody modern trying to do it. Um, you know, I got to throw my vote on the lion tamer because, uh, when when it's just walls of Jericho, which is basically just a slightly raised Boston crab. It's like, who gives a fuck? I mean, Boston crab is not really a finisher. It's a move. They give the fucking young boys in new Japan as a finisher as the only fucking submission move they can do until they can graduate to doing, like, clotheslines and stuff like that. Like, that's how they sort of do it in, in New Japan. It's like, you can only use these couple basic moves, and then after that, it's all strikes and shit. Um, but, but yeah, when he's doing the lion, lion Tamer version, where he's got you raised up and he's got, you, got, got his knee on your neck, that's awesome. That's a great-looking move. It looks really painful, and I'm going to have to put my vote on that one. Okay. All right. Here we go. So one vote for uh, figure four, one for sharpshooter, one for lion tamer. So you guys are doing this to me. See, see what I I worked myself into a shoot, as they like to say in the cool kids uh, classrooms. Um, So now I'm going to have to be the deciding vote here. And that sucks because all three of these moves, all unique, all fun, all great submission finishers. The o- I will shy away from the figure four. The only reason is because, same thing Lee talked about, it's almost universally known now that Ric Flair really didn't submit people that much out of the figure four. It's always It was always a great move. It always got a lot of heat, got a lot of drama, but it really didn't finish a whole lot. Everybody pretty much just knows that now. I think Charlotte's probably finished more people already, uh, the figure eight, than, Flair, than Rick did with the figure four, but... So I'm going to shy away from that one. I'm going to eliminate that one right off the bat. Sorry, Peanut. Um, man, 
Sharpshooter, Walls of Jericho, Slash Lion Tamer. Man, that is tough. That is really tough. I personally always enjoyed the Sharpshooter more, but it always looked like the Lion Tamer was the more painful finisher. So that is also drawing another, shit, which one should I go for? I enjoyed watching the Sharpshooter more. Bret Hart was amazing. He he pulled the move off perfectly. Yes, The Rock and a couple other people didn't do it as great. Um, oh, oh, just same with everybody else. It's tough. But in the end, I got to pick one. I'm going to close my eyes as I do that I have done before. And I am going to visualize which one of these I see the better finisher. And ladies and gentlemen, right now I'm picturing my eyes closed. The Sharpshooter as the better finisher. So... I'm going to put my vote on the Sharpshooter. Both moves, very good. I think Sharpshooter, as far as classics go, is over Lion Tamer anyway, is probably the more classical finisher. Um, and probably at the end of the day will probably be more well-known when you when you say, hey, uh, give me a handful of finishers. I think Sharpshooter will come up more often than the Lion Tamer. Doesn't mean it was more painful or, or whatever, but I think it's just a little more classic, and I've, I think that's I'm, – I'm going with Sharpshooter, so – uh, hope I didn't piss too many people off by going with that, but that's what I'm going with. We got the sharpshooter. Advancing past the figure four and the lion tamer. Now, going to the other side of the brackets, we got the jackhammer versus the RKO slash uh, diamond cutter. They're pretty much the same thing. There's slight variation, but pretty much same with figure four and figure eight. Same kind of deal. And then we got the clothesline slash lariat, which again... You, get, you got the Rainmaker. You got the short arm, uh, like, Lariat clothesline. You got the clothesline from Hell, from um, uh, JBL. You got Dean Ambrose's, which is obviously a better clothesline, but not a finisher, which it should be. What the fuck? Uh, I know. I'm just kidding with that one. But uh, for real, that's the <laughs> three we got. Peanut, you want to start us off here? Of course I don't. But oh, Okay, um... here we go. I know, you love, <laughs> I know you love JBL, so I'll let you go with your... Your JBL. I already feel the clothesline from hell coming out. You know out who you. else loves JBL? Matt Zion, who's not here. Fuck yes. you, Zion. He would totally he would right. totally pick clothesline from hell. He would. So um, what you got? Hmm. Jack Hammer, that's a pretty cool move. Like But I don't think I'm gonna pick it. <laughs> RKO. Right. You're, you're right, it is good. <laughs> good point. I uh, made the list. <laughs> It beat 24 other options out, so it has to be It did cool. beat that DVD you were is talking like up earlier. Very, the DVD, I love the DVD player. <laughs> yes. um, the clothesline. Uh, are they? <laughs> <laughs> this is more stalling. Um, yep. I also have the sniffs. Sorry. Um, the clothesline. I'm like, yeah, there's some cool ones out there. You got Dean Ambrose. You got um, JBL's. But, I don't know, it's also just like the generic, you create a superstar in a video game, you have uh, the clothesline, and you have the powerbomb. Um, I don't know, there's not a lot of person- personality to it. I mean, there could be, but a lot of them just kind of blend together. The RKO, um, I remember at one point, the um, um, the diamond cutter, wasn't that on the side of the bracket? Yeah, it was. We, we mentioned it's part of it. We it's decided to combine it, yeah. We decided to combine it with the RKO. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so f- to me, it might have to be between the jackhammer and the RKO. I'm actually a sucker for the RKO out of nowhere. 
Um, I mean, now it's a little bit too much of a gimmick where it's like the camera is completely panned over and the crowd starts to pop and then boom, RKO. But I don't know. This one really isn't my favorite side of the bracket. I'm just going to go RKO. I don't like any of them. Okay. Uh, I'll go I'll go next real quick. Um, yeah, I, you know what? Just to skip some of the stuff, I'm going to go RKO. RKO is... Uh, far superior, I feel, over these other two. Clothesline, good when done right. It does look like JBL has one of the best finishing clotheslines. It looks like he fucking takes people's head off. Um, Jackhammer, I mean, I pretty much... Nobody else did that besides Goldberg, right? Am I wrong? I'm pretty sure he's the only one that really did that finisher. I, I think, think uh, Dean Malenko did it. Yeah, and Billy Gunn started doing it. Did they start yeah. doing it? Okay, well. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, obviously, I don't remember them doing it as good as Goldberg because I don't even remember anybody doing it, but... To be fair, it's mostly a suplex, and he just brings him out in a different way and then hooks the leg. It, it is cool. It's unique. And it was Goldberg who he was so strong, so powerful that he he made that. I think Goldberg made the jackhammer as big as it was. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was oh, yeah. a really unique finisher as far as other ones on the list. But, man, the RKO, Randy Orton, he's done so many different amazing RKO moves, uh, finishers. It, it, to me, this is an easy pass for me. I'm going to go RKO. We'll probably get into more later because I think this is going to advance. But um, RKO, out of nowhere, yeah, I'm going to pick that. I'm going to go number two for uh, two votes for RKO. Uh, Lee, what you got? I remember in uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour, I'd often pick uh, DDP just because he was like one of the few characters who had like 18,000 finishers because you could do the fucking diamond cutter <laughs> out of almost every possible finisher position in the game. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, it is a cool move, although I think uh, Randy Orton's kind of ruined it to a certain degree, even though it's still like a legit killer that like almost nobody kicks out of. It's like you just kind of expect at some point, oh, he's going to the top rope. Randy Orton's going to catch him with the RKO. It was pretty impressive, like the few. 800 times he did it first time, you know, but now it's just like, and I don't want to watch a Randy Orton match. So fuck that. Um, Jack hammer. That's one of those ones where it's kind of pinned to one wrestler and it's effective for them. And then otherwise no one really gives a shit. So Jack hammer kind of doesn't make the grade for me. Uh, I'm going to have to go for my Japanese bias here with the uh, clothesline slash lariat because there's some pretty impressive guys who've wrestled in Japan who've used that move to great effect. Um, most notably, Stan Hansen and uh, Kinta Kobashi, who both, like, every time they hit that move, it's like, you're dead. You're so fucking dead. Uh, I love that move when they do it. JBL's just kind of a, a hollow impression uh, Ooh, really? of, of those guys, really, honestly. Shots fired. Shots fired. Oh, well, fuck JBL. He's a okay. racist piece of shit. Well, there but, we go. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, clothesline lariat. All right. That's uh, one for clothesline, two for RKO. Scott, deciding vote here. You going to tie it up or you going RKO? Uh, well, yeah, not Jackhammer. Or, um, yeah, or Jackhammer, I guess, is also a possibility. As much but. as I like the Jackhammer, it really was Goldberg made it work. And I'm looking at it, I'm almost like, wow, we, we didn't pull Jackhammer off the list is what my brain's been saying during this whole time. I'm like, oh, that one survived all the way through to the actual yeah, list. I guess we overlooked that. I mean, yeah, it kind of... But it's still good enough to be there because he never made it look bad. Like, he sure. did it to the goddamn giant and stuff. So it was like, it was always good and it always was effective and the crowd loved it. So it was never a bad move. So I have no problem with it being there, but I'm like, oh, look at that. Um, however, it's in there with the RKO and the clothesline. So 
Archeo, obviously, it and the Diamond Cutter, very similar, but I liked how... I do like how Randy gets it from anywhere. Um, yeah, they have to set it up sometimes, but they still do a good job of that. But I liked how DDP, in his version of it, would literally be, like, fighting you to get you in it. Like, he'll be working over mm-hmm. it, and then he's twisting the neck. Oh, shit! It, it kind of always was that kind of way. Like, it would come out of nowhere, but it's you can see it coming. The crowd kind of was in with it. He never ran in and hit it. He was holding you and twerked into it. Um Randy's was a more fun thing, but I mean the RKO is the best thing about Randy Orton, so there is that. Um, and the clothesline, yeah, like I, I've seen Hanson murderize people with it, and it's glorious. And yeah, JBL makes it look good because of all the, the TV and camera now. But yeah, he's got nothing on those ones, and it looks good when JBL does it. I think so. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, I was an advocate for the clothesline being on this part of it a bit, so I'm kind of like, yeah, clothesline should be on here, but. God, the RKO and the cutter is so fun, too. Um, I know this is going to make people upset, but I got to go with clothesline because that means we oh. have a tie. That's right. That's right. Okay, so yeah. the, the votes are 2-2. Two, two. two for RKO, two clothesline. We have the trusty website, justflipacoin.com. You know, cheap little uh, free plug for those guys over no, I'll there. I'll flip a guitar pick. Here we go. No, that's I'll not. Flip a guitar no, pick. Not <laughs> flipping a guitar pick. All right, so I'm going to click this little uh, button over here. And, Lee, you were going to call it. If you get it right, since you voted for Clothesline, if you get it right, Clothesline wins. If you get it wrong, RKO is going to win. Are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. I'm clicking. Just call it whenever you're ready, and I'll stop clicking the button. Okay. Heads. All right. And tails it is. Tails right. it is. That Who means lost? That, God we did. <laughs> that means Clothesline and Lariat. Lose to the RKO. The RKO will advance via coin flip because, you know, uh, Matt Zion decided not to be here. So blame him if you didn't like that decision. Yeah. Blame him. He, if Matt Zion was here, he would have also voted for clothesline. He, he 100% would have voted clothesline. It would have advanced. No, in that he was sense a big right Goldberg fan. Who's Gold, Goldberg? Oh, Goldberg. Goldfish. Man. Goldfishberg. Wow, Goldberg. But yeah, no, I'm fine with the RKO. It, like I said, I almost picked it. So oh, I'm okay is, with that. This is funny. I didn't even realize this. SSSSSSS. I just noticed that. Yeah, this next match here. All right. Oh, I don't believe you. Oh, I don't believe that. Not after the submission set. Fuck you, Peanut. Here we go. So the next match the Styles Clash versus the Stone Cold Stunner. Versus the Shooting Star Press. A lot of variation here. We got some new school. We got some semi-old school, I guess, if you want to call Stone Cold old school now. It's been a while. Um, and then Shooting Star Press has kind of been around for, that's kind of both. But, uh, man, I guess, you know, I haven't went first. I'll go first here. Uh, Styles Clash uh, can potentially be a very deadly move, as we've seen in the past. Uh, for mo- most recently, that little fucking James Ellsworth motherfucker almost died during it. Um, it, to me, it, it is a lot of a setup. It's like, you got to hook the guy, you got to drop him down. You gotta, you gotta hook his arms behind your legs and then go for it. Um, sometimes that's a little long for a finisher, but if done right, the drama, it it can draw the drama out. And I think styles does do a good job of, uh, pulling some drama into that and making it not like a very long drawn out thing. And am I wrong in saying that he's the only person that does this? Cause I don't know anybody else that does. I don't want to be wrong though. 
Michelle McCool. Okay, well, now this move has just dropped way down on my list. Uh, holy <laughs> hey, shit. Is it was that real? very effective when she... Yeah, I forget what... She's all like Angel's Wings or some shit. Um, oh. It was always effective when she oh, did she it. Oh, she did it so bad. I don't uh, remember. It was, it was real bad whenever she did it. it was I, I watched during her like, she, like whole She fell career. down. It was, it, was, it was not good. Okay, but yeah, well, no, she copied it from AJ. Well, the good thing is, I don't remember her doing that, so that's not really going to affect my that's, opinion. Didn't that's she not a real AJ at one point about it too oh yeah and then everyone got pissed it off at her she was yeah, like oh no like, i didn't mean it what the fuck are you talking about yeah i remember that uh stone cold stunner i think probably going in this tournament it's probably one of the favorites probably like a favorite to win like when you look at it you think that um it's all it was very classic kick to the gut kick to the knee whatever it was usually a midsection and then boom bring him down with a stunner it, it it's as classic as it gets as far as the visual um now, I will give you the negative to the stunner. It really depended on who took it that actually could <laughs> um, make the stunner look shitty. Like, for example, um, The Rock made the stunner look shitty with his overdramatic, hey, I'm going to go flipping all over the fucking ring with it. Uh, I think Scott Hall took it horribly as well. He, he never even went down on his knees. He just stayed standing. And, and Yeah, he bounced. Yeah, he did a weird little bounce. Uh, uh, Vince McMahon, obviously, during the... The whole thing, he took it horribly a lot. Um, but dude, you want bad ones? You got to get Donald Trump and Linda McMahon. Th- yeah, there's yeah, there's plenty of bad stunners out there, which could factor in. I'm just saying. I know everybody thinks the Stone Cold stunners absolutely perfect, but there were some bad stunners over the time. Um, and then the Shooting Star Press, visually amazing. The Shooting Star Press is a I think as far as off the top rope moves, one of the coolest like looking. It's a, like a floating, it looks smooth, depending on who does it. I mean, you know, Brock Lesnar kills himself when he does it. But it usually, when you got like Evan Bourne or somebody like that, or I don't I probably just... Kidman. Yeah, Kidman was an amazing shooting uh, star press. Not really. You didn't like Kidman? He like did... You didn't like Kidman shooting star press? I no, didn't. no. Well, it was sloppy. Okay. Well, you know, there you go. But... um. Evan Bourne, I liked his. Some people are getting mad probably because I'm not calling him by his indie name, but um, it to me looked very nice. It looked very smooth. It looked very pretty. It was a very pretty looking finisher off the top rope. Then you got the Styles Clash. You got the Stone Cold Stunner. I think this match is a hidden, like, tough decision. Like, look, going in, you probably assume Stone Cold Stunner is going to win, but I am going to be that guy. I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna take take the uh, take the chance here. I'm gonna go Styles Clash. To me, it's a very unique finisher. I thought he was the only one that did it. Sorry, fucking Michelle McCool fans out there that I ignored her history with it. Yeah, all three of them. Yeah, all three of them out there. I'm and the Undertaker is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh God. Instagram. <laughs> um, I just always I really like it. I I something about it just looks really cool and unique and as. I'm just that's I'm going with it. I'm going with the I'm going with the Styles Clash. I, I really enjoy the Styles Clash. Uh Peanut, what are you going with here? Well, I won't give my answer away right away. I'll draw draw it out a little bit, build some suspense. I shouldn't have went um, on you next, goddammit. <laughs> uh, Styles Clash, yeah, that's a that's a super cool move. Uh though sometimes it it's kinda looks bad. Like especially which if he's putting on someone uh who's bigger than him which is a lot of people, then that 
sometimes it can look a little sloppy. He's like barely getting the leg over, and then he's. Um, but when he does it to James Ellsworth um, and James or someone that size, and they take it correctly, that was a bad example. Uh, James Ellsworth almost no. died. Yeah, I know. He ta- <laughs> he talked. You're supposed to not tuck your chin. Yeah, and he even though he doesn't chin. have a chin, but yeah. Well, yeah, like in that, if it's someone that like, it's easy for him to step over, plant, jump, boom, cool contact. Yeah, it's an awesome looking move. The stunner's just awesome because that just. It works almost in any situation. Serious comedy. You said you didn't like when The Rock took it. I loved it. I loved when Linda McMahon took it. Oh my um, god! Those are like the worst people to ever take it. You liked when they it doesn't took make it? it bad. It doesn't make it bad. Bad. Okay. Makes okay. it awesome. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> well, they take it bad. It's, it makes it awesome. Okay. Sure. Sure. I'm just saying, like anyone can technically take that yes, move. Like you're not putting is, Linda McMahon in the Styles clash, and she's actually going to sell for it. So it's one of those fun things that made for a lot of fun moments. Shooting Star Press, yeah, that's a. Uh, I think you used the word pretty. Yes, I would describe it as pretty, especially. Uh, um, Don, I was going to try to be cool and use his indie name. Is it Matt Seidel? Yes, Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel yes. Boom. You still cool? You got it. I know. My name's Matt too. I, <laughs> I should remember the un- that. <laughs> I was the uncool person that said Evan Bourne. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, well, I'm going to keep calling him Evan Bourne because that actually rolls off the tongue. So his move is, you know. It, looked awesome and got some nice height he would like touch the back of his legs like high-fiving his foot that was awesome come down but then it never like looked that good like the impact wasn't like um but we talked about the uh, frog splash from um rvd how he would hit it and sell that it hurt so bad that they would add it to the video games which would take forever so i never made it my finisher even though it's pretty cool um stalling we're stalling um <laughs> I'm going with the stunner, though, because I just love the situational uh, part of it, where it can just be used whenever, out of nowhere, uh, draw it out, and then boom, funny sell, normal sell. Uh, I don't know. It's just a perfect little little package. Okay. Good on Stone Cold. S-C-S. Yes, S-C-S. All right, uh, we're going to go with Lee here. Okay, uh, Shooting Star Press I've never liked just because it seems a little excessive. Like, I don't like finishers that are super fucking flashy. I mean, yes, you can add personality to a finisher, but the Shooting Star Press always just seemed like an unnecessary amount of stuff going on when really you could just do a frog splash. And frog splash looks great, and it's much more simple, and there's less potential for you falling on your fucking head and killing yourself. So uh, Shooting Star Press does not get pass for me stone cold stunner i don't know maybe i'm the only one but after steve austin basically stunned the whole roster over about eight thousand times i got kind of sick of seeing him come out and do it um i mean you can't deny it's a killer move i mean how many people have actually kicked out of the stone cold stunner uh, yeah not not i mean not too not many. a lot i mean the rock like, but not not too many was- yeah, it's like The Rock at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like, that's uh, about it. So I mean, it basically is the modern version of Hogan's leg drop. Um, but yeah, no, I I just got really sick of Steve Austin after a while, where he just run out and stun everybody. Like, yeah, it was in in the sense of like the RKO and stuff like that. It's it's one of those moves where it's easy to just pull off multiple times over and over again, but fuck did i get sick of that move it, it, it was almost like the super kick with the young bucks for me at that point where it's just like i don't want to see it anymore 
Um, so I'm going to go Styles Clash. I just think it's a cool-looking fucking move. As long as you're not an idiot and you know how to fucking take it properly, there's no chance of you hurting yourself. And it's just it just looks like a killer. It just looks like something you can't get out of. So uh, I like it. All right. That's going to be two for Styles Clash, one for Stunner. Scott, what you got here? Uh, well, I can jackhammer on, the shooting Scott. star press out of there because it, it, yeah, no. Um, right. no shooting star to, press. All right. To tie on to what Lee said, the the whole flipping aspect of it doesn't look like it adds anything to the impact. It yeah. just looks pretty. There's there's no it doesn't do anything to make it better, aside from a visual thing before he hits. Like the frog splash, like the the movement looks like it adds impact. Whatever. The fact that he flipped upside down doesn't make it any more impressive. Oh, it's impressive to do, but it doesn't make it like oh that hurt more. I, I don't know. That's just that's my thing with that. Even like um, a 450 is more of a somersault one. That makes more sense. Or what? Ricochet's fucking 750 or whatever the fuck he calls it. Yeah. There's more impressiveness. Like th- those movements seem to help. The shooting star press just looks nice and graceful. But if you want to win the match, why are you jumping upside down? Anyway, uh, <laughs> the, styles, the Styles Clash and the Stunner are very, very different, but also super simple. Like I'm going to put your head between my legs. I'm going to lift up your legs. I'm going to fall forward. Um, the other one is I'm going to kick you in the gut and then grab your head and just sit. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're super basic. They're real basic. And that's kind of a testament to them. Like, the stunner was literally just, I'm going to grab your head and let me sit. And, like, Kane would take it, dropping to a knee when he did it and things like that, right? So different stuff like that. Um, I didn't get sick of Austin, like, the, the stunner in that way. But I did get sick of Austin during that time. It's like, oh, God, here goes again. Nothing can beat him. Um, but it was still always fun to see him do it. And the crowds always ate it up. So, you, the it never got tired of it. It's like Sweet Chin Music. You know if he hits it right now, it's believable that anybody would go down to it. Like, it is that lethal. And the Styles Clash is always just a, a cool a cool move because once it started getting over in WWE especially, it really had impact and kind of importance. And it was literally just something that only he did. Yeah, Michelle McCool did it, but they don't mention that, so that's fine. Um, I kind of want to go Styles Clash a little bit. And Bomber, it's kind of like what you said about Powerbomb. When you do it wrong, you might mess someone up. Yeah, you could paralyze someone with a Styles Clash if you do it wrong. Thing is, you're not doing it wrong. They're taking it wrong. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and yet, I mean, it's the goddamn stunner. And it might go out in the first round. And I'm kind of torn on that. And, like, I don't want a coin toss again to be my fault. But I, I almost, I almost kind of want it to hey, be. <laughs> coin toss or coin toss, man. They happen on here. Ah. Uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. Why can't it be like in Java Radio when Lee and I get shit on a match and both advance? Like, why can't that just be how it is and we get screwed out of our titles? Why, be, why not? You uh, should why be mad at Zion for not being able to <laughs> break, the, uh, break the tie. No, if, yeah. If yeah. you pick the stunner, that is. Uh, no, he would have picked the shooting star press. Yeah, he would have. Scott would have still been in this nah, situation. He would have probably um, picked the... I don't know what he would have picked. The Styles Clash is a great awesome looking move that is only believable when it is certain guys the stunner hits everyone and takes them all out i'm going with the stunner okay oh, thank you uh, <laughs> that means we're at another Tired of this island that means uh, we're at another of another tie here styles clash two go last boss. i got the guitar pick here we go stone Son Cold, of- uh, get throw that guitar pick away here we go all right stone cold <laughs> stunner two styles clash two i'm flipping the coin uh lee call it when you're ready Lee okay. called a second. I, again, don't mind either of these. I'm fine. <laughs> and he, keep in mind, uh, Lee picked Styles Clash. So if he gets it right, it advances. If he gets it wrong, 
uh, stunner advances. All right, go for it when you're ready. Call it. Hits. Tails it is. God oh, damn. Shit. So that means Perfect. the Stone Cold Stunner will advance. Peanut, yes, you won. Yeah. The Stone Cold Stunner will advance. I, I was confused for a second. I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Silas Clash loses via coin toss. I'm a little disappointed, but, I mean, it is the Stunner, so you can't get yeah. that fucking mad. So it is probably the favorite to win the whole thing when you look at it. But I don't know. We'll oh. see. You had a tough first round. All right. Plop this bracket. Moving on. This is going to be pretty interesting here. We got the Spear. Versus the pedigree versus the F5. Now, the spear, again, that's another multiple uh, wrestler move. We've had Edge. We've had, you said Bobby Lashley used it. We obviously Goldberg. Well, he Goldberg used it more of like a setup, I guess. Yeah. And Rhino. You got, and right now, yeah, Gore for Rhino. And you got yeah, the big dog. The big dog. Right now, the number one guy in the world uh, <laughs> to nobody, apparently, that watches uh, Roman Reigns. So. You got the spear, the pedigree, the F five. Um, Scott, go for it. Yeah. I heard you. I heard you torn. Yeah. So we're gonna have you go first. Just to have no, I'm I'm here. torn because fuck this bracket. Um, this the spear one. is kind of shit. No, this is a shit bracket. I don't like any of these. Oh, the spear. Yeah, what? no, the spear is. I like the spear more when like Goldberg does it, and it's like a setup kind of thing. Roman's are, is all right. The gore is fun when he like fucking bounced people around. It, that was more interesting. You can almost put the pounce in there for Money Brown. It's oh, just this God. kind of running contact impact type thing. It's, yeah. Um, the pedigree, if it's a jobber and he's killing him, sure. Uh, uh, the, the pedigree, when he hooks the hands and keeps it hooked, cool. When he literally hooks the hands, jumps up, and then lets go and lets you float and pushes you down like he did to Michaels, looked dumb. Why are you letting go of your move part way to let it be no impact? It's fucking dumb. I hated it. And yet it probably beat more people than anything else on this goddamn list. And the F5, that's not that great. It's He picks him up, and then he just kind of throws you over there and lands with you. I don't... It's, it's not that great a move. It really isn't. It's... I don't... It doesn't look like... Why would that hurt? He's just picking up and throwing you. It's like the Warriors Gorilla Press Slam. At least that he's kind of throwing you back. This I'm going to spin you when I do it. It's, what? So, pedigree, I guess. Because the others aren't really... I don't like the F5. It never impressed me much at all. Even though it obliterates people. That's my word of the night. Obliterate. Um, and the spear, I like it better by the guys who don't even use it as finishers. So, yeah, pedigree. All right. That's one for pedigree. Lee, what you got? Spear feels more like a transition move for the most part for most people. Like it's almost kind of in the status of power bomb for me, where only a couple guys do it, where it's like a legit finish, and then the rest of the time it's a setup or just like a transitional move of some sort. And also, that one's kind of a it's kind of one you don't want to see people do necessarily because there's been a lot of shoulder injuries from just doing that. Like Edge, his neck and shoulder problems, a lot of that comes from doing that move. Um, yeah, and, and I mean it's. Honestly, uh, Scott brought up, like, Monty Brown's pounce. I like that kind of move better, like the sort of shoulder tackle kind of just ram into the guy thing. It looks really impressive if you're a big guy. Like, what Mojo's Braun doing Str- it now, too. Yeah, and what Braun Strowman's doing now with the run around the ring mm. and, and shoulder block you, if he turned that into his finisher, I'd like that a lot better than his fucking stupid-ass power slam he does. Um, F5... It's super protected. 
but it's also super derivative and lame. It's not too far off from uh, attitude adjustment. It's basically just another really super safe, weak sauce kind of DVD slash uh, burning hammer derivative kind of thing that isn't all that impressive. Um, I guess it kind of looks impressive with Lesnar, especially just because he's such a big guy. So it looks like, oh man, he's got you up in that torture rack position and then he just fucks you up or whatever, you know, kind of thing. Um, so I guess it kind of works for his character for the most part, but uh, Pedigree is just a killer move. Like when Triple H does it properly, like, you know, the ones he had to do for Michaels, he was trying to protect them, I guess, because, hey, I want to protect my buddy or whatever. I don't want to drop him right on his face. Uh, I mean, his eyes are fucked up enough as it is right now. You don't want to fucking <laughs> do any more damage. Um, but, uh, yeah, pedigree, when when he does, like, the legit pedigree, that's a killer fucking move, man. Okay. So I'm voting pedigree. Pedigree. All right, Peanut. All right. I'm uh, here. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm here. Go for it. <laughs> um, never liked the pedigree. Um... The F5, I probably would have picked this until Roman Ma- Reigns uh, kicked out of it seven times at WrestleMania. Which, you know, <laughs> it was that's the thing now. He just he kicks kicked, out of all the finishers. He kicked out of five. Okay. One was on the table. But how are you kicking out of, how oh, are you kicking right, out right. of five F5s? Hey, he, he's if, Roman Reigns. If, uh, if Samoa Joe only kicks out, it can't kick out. So wait until Seth Rollins gets the uh, F5. He'll he, kick out he, of seven. It's not as good. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> He's um, stalling hard, you know. <laughs> well, because I I kind of don't care about this one, like then, you, Scott. Um, then pick spear. Uh, I like when Edge did it. That always was fun. Um, the good old fun spear. I'll go with pedigree. Pick, I guess. Pick pedigree. <laughs> okay. Uh, Two out of five. All right. Yeah. So three for pedigree. So again, my vote really don't matter. Well, I don't know. Um. I, I guess I'm the only one in here that I, I actually like the F5. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, uh, it, it is a lot to what uh, Lee's saying as far as probably because it's a little more impressive since it's like the mos- Monster Brock doing it. But I I think it was even more impressive when he was like F5 and guys like Big Show and stuff like that. Like, that's a move that you really shouldn't be able to do to anybody, but Brock can do it to anybody. So that's pretty cool. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, personal preference, but I always like the F5. Um, spear, I, it's funny because you said you liked Edge's spear. I really didn't like Edge's spear. He did kind of a more of a like, almost a. I don't even know how to describe it. To me, it seemed like he was he ran over and then it was almost like he gets DDT'd. <laughs> I don't know, like it was almost like a falling kind of thing instead of like a driving spear like Goldberg. Now Goldberg, I feel was my favorite spear. He would like drove into guys and then drove them down into the mat. But again, that wasn't really his finisher. So. Um, so I'm going to, uh, skip spear on that in pedigree. Oh yeah. Pedigree wins easily. Yeah. Pedigree is fucking great finisher. Um, I always like the pedigree. I don't know why peanut and Scott don't like the pedigree. The pedigree is a cool, unique finisher. And I think it's a great name. First of all, I know that shouldn't count too much into this, but it is a great name and nah, it's, it's a dog food gets the, <laughs> gets the easy win here. I think that's the first finisher. They got a, a full, uh, Four votes to advance right. to the uh, first uh, out of the first round. A sweep, yeah, a game sweep. sweep. Pedigree for the sweep over the five and the spear. All right, so 
Of course, Triple H booked it that way. Of course, yeah, yeah. Triple H got it. He yeah, he's doing everything <laughs> his way. Um, so rounding out the first round here, we got the Canadian Destroyer, the elbow drop from the top rope, and the DDT. So, uh, Canadian Destroyer, it's self-explanatory. Um, indie darling move that everybody loves on the indies that everybody hits. The elbow drop is most uh, famous, I guess, for Macho Man and. Kaidi Sane right now does a very good elbow drop. And of, I don't know if Velveteen Dream does it as a finisher. I think he just does it a regular move, does he not? Yeah, it's more of a regular move for him. Yeah, so I guess more Sane and more Macho Man. And there's a couple other people that used it, but I don't think they really used it as a finisher. So um, anyway, that's in DDT. Several people use DDT. Obviously, Dean Ambrose with the Dirty Deeds, which is a double underhook. Uh, that was kind of... Also, Mick Foley's finisher as mm-hmm. well, double double underhook DDT, yep. um, and of course everybody's favorite DDT, Jake the Snake. Um, Jake the Snake's DDT was fantastic. So that's what we're working with. Um, Lee, how about you start this one off? Oh yeah, listen up oh, now. Okay. <laughs> yes, listen the DDT. That's an impressive maneuver. Yeah, Jake the Snake. Yeah, is. Fucking Cobra bit me once. Yeah, bit me right in the fucking arm. But the DDT, that's kind of a substance I put in my little cup of coffee and drink like it's nothing. Okay, you see, uh, Canadian Destroyer, well, the macho man doesn't think too highly of Canadians. And he doesn't think too highly of moves done by Canadians where their opponent has to help you do the move and it looks like bullshit. Yeah. So, I'm going to go up to the top rope, I'm going to pose like I do, and then anyone down there on the ring better look out because I'm dropping the elbow on you, dig it! Uh, so is that one I for think Canadian he's gonna... Destroyer? I was going to say, I think so. That's what I took away from it. That's one for Canadian Destroyer there. <laughs> Alright, so obviously I think that's DD, uh, DDT? No? Elbow drop. Elbow. Okay. Um, elbow. Okay. Elbow drop. Uh, that is one vote for the elbow no, drop. Let's call it the DDT and not the dirty deeds. Dirty deeds. Yeah. Let's just call it the dirty <laughs> deeds, guys. Um, Peanut. How about you go next? Um, I see. I didn't know anyone else did the Canadian Destroyer besides. Um, oh my god. Um, <laughs> oh, everybody in the Indies does the yes. fucking move since Petey Williams really? kind of originated it. I think. Yeah, Petey Williams. Yeah, I remember it, seeing it once and thought. That's a good thought. Um, I don't know if he dropped out. I don't know what happened there. Mm. But yeah, he's mm. gone. Okay, so it's not just me. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess we'll wait on Peanuts pick till he comes back. I guess, Scott, you want to go? Uh, sure. <laughs> um, he's taking Canadian his Dest- delay into the, uh, t- a little too far now. Yeah, the Canadian Destroyer. Um, it's. Oh, yeah, he's gone now. Um, the Canadian Destroyer is kind of bullshit. Yeah, and I could probably leave the word "kinda" out of that. It yep. literally is entirely in, in like using someone else. Uh, the only one of, time I've seen it actually kind of impressive is when they come off the top because you would believably think that momentum might work for that. So right. I have seen people jumping into it and careening over and doing it. I actually saw the the women's championship match for one of the Defiant shows recently. Um, the girls did it on the fucking ring apron, but oh. she was. But she was on, like, use the ropes to do it. So it was believable, like, I'm going to use this to pull myself around. So there's ways to make it look like it works. But it's also such a contrived move to basically do a pile driver. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's no, it's not worth it. Um, the elbow drop. When Monster Man does it, he will crack your sternum, and you die, and you lose, and you're done. Um, you want to talk about five F fives? The Ultimate Warrior could do the five elbow drops, but it was a primary match, and it was great. Um, Kyrie Saints is awesome, but he's also like eighty pounds, so it is what it is. Yes, that's kind of why I really think the elbow drop <laughs> is the best the time. Um, Peanut, you can go after me. We uh, we had to go from your break here. <clears throat> and the elbow drop is good, yeah, but um, when I looked at this list originally, I'm like, okay, it's all good. Then I had a thought and went, wait, was DDT on there? The fuck? Why is DDT not on there? Yeah, no, DDT. Jake the Snake will hit that DDT and you lose. It's equivalent to Macho with the elbow, but the DDT is just... Okay, yeah, The Rock does it, and it's a dime a dozen, and Ambrose and um, Foley and Raven, and Edge even has an elevated one, and it's like, oh, whatever, the, uh, the Impaler, you call it whatever it was. But it doesn't matter. No matter how good or bad those might be, when Jake hit the DDT, you're done, unless you're the Undertaker. Um, but it was just, it was a move where it was believable, because everybody knew if he hits that, you are out. I always like that. It's just like you got to avoid that move, and he can come out of nowhere. And that short arm clothesline, <gasps> here <it> comes. <coughs> My throat is dried up on me there. Um, yeah, no DDT, hundred percent. Even though elbow drop is amazing, oh. DDT. All right, so that's one for DDT, one for elbow drop. Peanut, we lost you there for a second. What did you pick? Yeah, we don't know what you're. I don't know where was. I. I joined thinking that. It was like a minute, so I don't know when I actually dropped oh, out. Lord. You were talking that whole time. The last um, thing we heard was you had a thought. You had a thought, and you dropped out. So what were you thinking gets the win here? What did I say before I have a thought? You, I don't think did I talk s- about the Canadian Destroyer? You didn't know the Canadian Destroyer was done by others. Yes. That was it. That's the last thing we heard. You didn't hear anything about the DDT or the elbow drop? No. No. Oh, well, it wasn't all that good. I picked elbow drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. It literally right. was talking, and then I looked at my screen, and then it was like, uh, did you like this call? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Wait, I'm I, in the I call. still do. The call is still <laughs> good. I enjoy it now. Oh. All right, so that's two for elbow drop, one for DDT. Uh, I'll go here. Well, because, you know, it's my turn. Um, Man, DDT, it's such a, it's such a simple move. It's one of those ones that anybody can do it to anybody. All you got to do is literally wrap your arm around their head and fall. Obviously, it's very effective when certain people do it. Unfortunately, not Dean Ambrose. But, you know, either way, to each their own. Uh, Elbow drop. Macho Man was fucking amazing with it. Kaidi Sane is fucking her. She does it so unique, and it's so fun to watch her just... Almost like just kind of like flop and just come down with a beautiful fucking elbow. Um, it's really fun to watch. Canadian Destroyer is it's another thing that's fun to watch. Yes, I know a lot of people get mad because it it's you know it's it's over the top in like I guess quote unquote fake. There's like no way it can be done without your opponent actually helping you do the move. Um, but it looks really good and it looks devastating. I think that's the only reason why everybody does it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's 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 a reason why everybody loves the Canadian Destroyer on the Indies because it it looks powerful, it looks devastating, and it looks like you're spiking your opponent with a lot of momentum. But yes, it's them literally flipping themselves, like them doing the work to themselves. So kayfabe wise. I think Canadian Destroyer looks like it probably does the most damage. Um, 
if you're going to think kayfabe why if you're not looking you know inside oh that guy's helping that guy do that move or woman vice versa whatever um i think canadian shore looks like it's the most powerful move out of these three i would eliminate the ddt and it would come down to destroyer and elbow drop I'm going to pick Canadian Destroyer. I'm going to go Canadian Destroyer based off of if you're in a kayfabe world and just watching it happen and you're not caught up in all oh, that guy is just it's bullshit. He's helping him do that. Mm, it looks I'd crazy. Ar- I'd argue that move breaks kayfabe. It does look uh, nice and smooth when it happens. It's like that. It, that it's a cool visual to see happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't find any way to believe it happens without participation. <laughs> yeah. I, I can I see what you mean. I don't I I see what you mean, but I, I'm still I mean, I'm still sticking with it. In, no the, end, I, in so, the end, I guess it doesn't matter, but I'm still I'm still gonna go with it. It's no less so that like the whole fact of the ankle lock requires the other guy to scream about it. We know there's comp there, there's that, yeah. but literally when the Canadian story is there, he's jumping and requiring the other guy to do a thing. It's like there's no way that he can jump and make that momentum legitimately happen. I just that's how. People don't work that way. Is how I look at it, right? True. That's yeah. I can see that's how I see it. It's tough. I mean, I really enjoy the elbow drop, and I think it's a very great finisher, and uh, if done right. Um, but if I see a guy flipping over and spiking on his head, it seems a little more devastating than a guy jumping off the top rope or girl and like dropping their elbow across their chest. But that's just me. Either way, my vote <laughs> still gets outvoted. Elbow drop does win two to one to one. Canadian I'm okay Destroyer, with that. DDT, both each had one point. Uh, elbow drop advances to the next round. Guys, uh, let's do round number two. Over on the left side of the bracket, we got in the first match in the second round, the Frog Splash versus the Crossface. Two very, very different finishers here. Um, wow, this I think this could be tough because you're, you're talking about two drastically different things. And in order, we, let's go to Peanut because, you know, that's what he does. Let's start us off here. I'm a fr- well, I gotta hurry up just in case I drop out again and keep talking. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to pay attention to the screen. I think I went with uh, ankle lock last time. Yes. Um, but frog splash was a close third. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You fucking just kidding. Troll. It, was a good, it was a it was a close second. Um, I forget what I said about it, but I know I mentioned it um, later on. Crossface. That's. I don't know. I never really liked it. I mean, there's some cool visuals that, you know, you think of. Uh, WrestleMania, bloody Triple H, um, tapping out. Benoit celebrates with his family. <clears throat> God damn. <laughs> um, but you almost slipped that in with no notice, too. <laughs> yeah. The Frog Splash is a cool one that, um, uh, like, Seth Rollins does it now, and it, it it's never been overdone. At least I don't think like you know if someone does it they i mean seth rollins does it for like a transitional move now kind of not transitional but doesn't really set anything up but it doesn't finish anybody but the rvd and uh, eddie grill frog splash was awesome they hold up they're very different um and it's such a simple move that i'm gonna go with frog splash because it's it's fun all right that's one for frog splash scott what's going with here um, this is tough because I picked both, so it's kind of interesting to see here. Um, the frog splash, like I said, I love the five star specifically, but like Eddie made it great and Delos was fun and all that. And the crossface, I always really liked, obviously, as I mentioned, because it was 
I almost, without any irony, said it's a killer submission. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I, I really, legitimately, almost said it that way. But it is like it's like you're gonna lose when it's in, and you try to avoid it, and it's desperation. And yeah, but the frog splash is this super high impact and great. I, I'm going with crossface because it was almost more like my my reasoning here is it was more reliable. In in a sense, like the frog splash was always cool when it happened, but the crossface just when you see the guy telling, like yelling at him, screaming to tap Benoit was great. That was like tap tap, like yelling at him. Yeah, it was more more drama involved. I feel with the crossface, so I'm going with the crossface. And you know what's funny about the crossface? Benoit always looked like on his face he was in just as much pain as his opponent. Like he always had yeah. that crazy like, well, like look on his face. I I was gonna say that with the shooter with Brett. He looked like he was working hard at it. Rock yeah. is like, ah, ah, but Brett's like, come on, fucker, tap. Yeah. And Benoit was always the same way. He's like, I'm working hard at this. And that just made it better because it's like, oh, this position's going to hurt. Let me crank it. Yeah. And it always looked a bit better. So I like that part of it, too. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go. I'll save Lee for the final there so he can have some fun. Um, man, so many good frog splashes over the years. And when you think about it, cross faces, not many people have used it as their finishers lately. I mean, yeah, people use it like Triple H has used it. A couple other people use it. I guess most notably, as we kind of mentioned, like uh, Daniel Bryan with the yes lock, the no lock, LaBelle, whatever you want to call it. Um, it. It is a little slight variation, but as far as finishers recently, man, not many frog splashes either. Have there been? Neither. Both of these moves, I feel, have kind of fell by the wayside besides Daniel Bryan, right? Like who uses yeah. the frog splash right Seth now? Seth Rollins. Not as a finisher though. Seth Rollins. Not as a finisher. He oh, does. He does finisher. use okay. it. I don't. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that uses. No one does. I don't. No one on the the major scene anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I know of. Um. So that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. So I guess if you think about it, Crossface is the only one of these two that actually is used right now, kind of with uh, Brian. Um. But yeah, kind of what I said earlier, and kind of what Scott was saying. There's always more drama involved. I feel with the Crossface. It isn't. Um. I guess as flashy, but it shows more of like that struggle. And I'm more about like the uh, usually realism besides, you know, Canadian destroyer, which kind of contradicts exactly what I just said. But um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go cross face as well. I've always been more a fan of like a struggle finish as opposed to just, okay, he just flew up, hit the move. That's a one, two, three over. There's been a lot of beautiful frog splashes, really great. Like five star, all those again, I prefer Delos, but um yeah, I'm going to go frog. I'm going to go. Sorry, I'm going to go uh, crossface. So, Lee, we going to have a tie or are we going to have a win? Up to you. Oh, man. Again, it frog splash. Yeah, it is a hard one. Uh, there's part of me that kind of wants the crossface to go all the way to the fucking finals and win just because it would be kind of a sick joke. Uh, <laughs> I don't want it for a sick joke, but I'm. Mm. Yeah, well, it would work both as a sick joke, and it just legit has a good chance of being in the finals. I think um, it does. It actually does. All the yeah. I think all eight of these are very strong. Hmm. Because I think I think if anything, like you're right, it it is kind of both of these moves are kind of moves that have sort of fallen by the wayside a little bit in the last couple of years. Guys, but I think Daniel Bro- timeout. I think Dan. This is hilarious. I, I sorry to cut you off, but. As we're recording this, Raw is on in the background. I know we don't like to date stuff. Hold the phone. I know. At the 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 main event just ended with a frog splash. I swear to God. 
Um, Who's in it? Seth Rollins? No, it was uh, Kevin Owens just pinned Elias with oh, a frog does splash do finisher. Okay. No, I, I, yeah. I, I okay, uh, sorry, I don't like dating these, obviously, but um, that just happened. Sorry to cut you off. Go, go for it, Lee. But oh that's just kind of it's on the Kevin spot. Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens and Elias was the fucking main event. Well, and Bobby Lashley as a triple threat. <laughs> it oh. was a qualifier for Money in the Bank. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we like to date things, but yeah. Anyway. Oh fuck, fuck the WWE. Um. <laughs> so I don't know if that helps you out for your frog splash, but it just ended Raw, and I just mentioned how it wasn't a finisher anymore. So anyway, keep going. Oh god. Um. You know what? I'm just gonna say crossface because. <laughs> You you saying Kevin Owens I doing knew I fucking frog splash kind of turned me on it so fuck that I'm going crossface that wasn't the intention I'm sorry I just I had to bring that up it was too you good. were yeah. you were legitimizing it and yet yeah yeah I had to bring it up but okay that means crossface will advance three to one over the frog splash and we go on to match number two in the second round the tombstone pal driver versus the sharpshooter two kind of Old school moves, even though for some reason Undertaker's still around. They were originated back in the old school. We'll just say that. Um, I guess I'll go first. I, I'll go first here. Um, I don't think I voted for the Tombstone Power Driver. Yeah, I voted for Powerbomb because of the finisher. As I said earlier, very good finisher when done right, but wrong camera angles. The move looks really bad. Um, sharpshooter. It really depends on who does it, but Bret Hart did it so fucking good. It, it goes more to that struggle again, as I said earlier. I'll never forget the visualization, as most don't, of Stone Cold, blood running down, in the sharpshooter, not tapping out, passing out. It made the move so legitimate that it made a man fucking pass out out of just blood loss. It was great. Tombstone Power Driver, good uh, impact move. But I'm going to go with the sharpshooter, guys. I'm going to pick sharpshooter, and uh, I hope nobody gets too mad at me, but I'm going with it. Um, Lee, go for it. Yeah, Wait, tombs- so, sorry, go on. What? We're here with two Canadians, and you said don't be mad at me for picking the sharpshooter. No, not you guys, the the viewers, the listeners out there. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> not these guys. All right, yeah, they they already I get mad. They get mad audience. at me all the time. They get mad at me all the time, so I'm not worried about them. Yeah, rightly so. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go tombstone. Uh, I think it's still more of a legit killer move than the sharpshooter. Sharpshooter as potential to be reversed more. You hardly ever see the fucking tombstone reversed. Uh, it's, I still consider it like pretty much the most kick-ass fucking pile driver you can do just cause it, 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 it does have that dramatic flair to it. Uh, I, I think the sharpshooter is, is cool, but honestly, when it comes down to submissions, it's not the most, it's weird. To, it's weird to say it this way. It's not the most pretty one. Like it, it it's, it's kind of just a variation on the Texas Cloverleaf to a certain degree, and yeah, it's it's all right. But Pile Driver just looks devastating to me, and that's what I'm gonna go for. All right, that's one Tombstone, one Sharpshooter, Scott. I hate you. Well, I, I didn't save you. I, I didn't save you for last. I figured last uh, is the hardest one, so we'll give it to Peanut. Yeah. Um. Literally, my two favorites: Brett and Undertaker. Yeah. So this is like, oh, this is fun, fuck. Man. This is fun for it, you. And it's probably my favorite impact move and my favorite submission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like, there's no thoughts in my head right now. That's I'm not even talking. It's like the tombstone. Yeah, it's been a the, the devastating move, like Lee said. The sharpshooter, when done right, is fantastic. I probably... 
I'm going to have to go with Tombstone just because even when it's done wrong, like Kane often doing it in a shitty, weird way when he bounces off his knees and it looks stupid, it's still better than when, like, The Rock does the sharpshooter. So I'm weirdly basing my vote on how more fucked up it can look by guys doing it wrong than the legit <laughs> ones. Which, if I was doing that, I'd go sharpshooter all the way because Brett's just, he made it perfect. Um, That's what I did. But then again, so did Taker's Tomb... Fuck! Yeah, not always. I'm just saying. Uh, not trying to sway your vote. Just saying. No, I no, I know, I know. But he did it often enough that I don't remember the bad ones. That's true. Much, I will right? give you like that. It's, he did it so goddamn often. It's like, whatever. I mean, Jake the Snake is a famous one on the outside. He's like, he's got a foot of clearance on his head. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He, it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. So I, I didn't I didn't mind stuff like that so much. It's okay. And I mean, Aiden English got murderized at the Rumble, but he's fine. It's okay. So, I mean, whatever. Um, fuck. Peanut's probably loving the fact that I'm taking forever because I, I don't know. Um... This is the worst thing ever, Bomber. I hate you. <laughs> this is, and yet this is amazing because I'm like I was hoping for this in the final. Um, totally random. No, I'm not going random. Oh no, how it turned out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm not picking random. Fuck that. Uh, uh, I'll regret either that I don't pick. I'm gonna go with sharpshooter. All right. That's two for and the I sharpshooter. I regret not saying Tombstone, but I regret that there, there's no, I, I can't win. I, there's no happy for me. There's I already no way. know what Peanut's going to pick, but we're going to go to Peanut right here, right now. What do you got? Oh, man, I would love to hear. What do you think I'm going to pick? Uh, nope, I'm not going to ruin it. I, love I it. feel like I'll sway your vote <laughs> okay. to go either way with what I say. So, Well, my thing is going to say, I think people may or may not be mad. Well, they probably won't because I'm the favorite no. Everybody loves me. <laughs> um, I'm actually in creative P.O. box. I'm getting so much fan mail that I can't handle oh. it. Um, I figured that we got a sharpshooter back- tombstone here. Peanut turns in about himself. I figured that would happen. <laughs> back to my original point of why everyone's going to like me um, for this. That I don't have a good reason for picking either. They're both <laughs> fine. Um, I didn't pick either of these to move on. Um, I know this is funny because Scott had such a tough time <laughs> that for for that for one vote, reason, but not for the I other. In the final vote here, <laughs> it's two to one. Oh no! I don't care enough to that. I want to make one move on. <laughs> I'm going to leave it up to science. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> so you're picking you the tombstone pile driver. Yes. You fucker. All right, so that means sharpshooter. I hate you. All right, so I thought Peanut was gonna. I thought Peanut was gonna pick the pile driver because he's a huge Undertaker fan. So no, he was gonna pick whatever I didn't because he wanted a coin flip. Oh, well, he's, yeah, he's a troll. So. Oh, that's a, you know All what? Right. I'm okay. The gods will decide. So we're gonna go to the coin toss. We have two votes for Tombstone, two votes for a sharpshooter. Oh, Peanut, I hate you, but I love you. Here we go. <laughs> the coin is flipping on just flipacoin.com. You know, maybe one day they'll sponsor us. But uh Lee, call it when you're ready. Eds. Man, you are not on it today. Holy Tails fuck, it man. is. Tails it is. Who won? Did I win? You did not win. Uh sharpshooter gets the advance over Okay. 
the tombstone that, pile driver. That, that, kill, that kills a joke I was going to make later on because it was going to be like, well, I can't let fucking Benoit's crossface win, but I could let his tombstone pile driver oh go, go by. Wow, so that's going <laughs> to no. set up crossface no. versus sharpshooter in the next round. Just Lee, like, the joke was going to be which dead man wins. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh, God. So, moving on, we're still in the second round. We got, wow, oh. this is a big one here. Fuck. The RKO <laughs> versus the Stone Cold Stunner. Just because we don't want Peanut to fuck anything else up. Peanut, you're going to go first. <laughs> I like this one. Good. And good. I can't, um, yep. Who you well, got? they're both similar. Um, they are indeed. Both kind of, they have that out of nowhere, or you can kind of set it up. Or you can set it up to be out of nowhere, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, that's TV for you. <laughs> but um, RKO is, um, I think, like if we're looking for like reality, I guess might come across as like, well, the impact of it at least looks like, oh, that's gonna hurt your your whole body. It's gonna hurt your face. Gonna hurt your nose. Where the stunner can, you know. You're describing someone, and then they're like, you know, what's really going to happen is they're going to kind of like land or just land on the feet and be like, dude, what are you doing? Get up. Uh, but in terms of uh, professional wrestling, as I said before, I love the stunner. I love the overselling. I love the uh, people who can't sell it. So I got to go with the Stone Cold Stunner to move on and potentially be in the finals and win this whole tournament. Okay. That's one for Stone Cold Stunner. Which means I would win. Uh, no. Yes. Here we go. Uh, I'll go next. I obviously both of these moves that like the end of the day, we're talking when Randy Orton's done, obviously Stone Cold's already done. Both of these finishers are always going to be labeled as some of the best finishers ever. Um, so that's very fitting that they made it to the final eight. Um, both of them are very good. I personally, throw Randy Orton out the window as far as the rest. He likes to do rest holds. He likes to do this and that. You get bored during his stuff, yes. But his finisher, I'm sorry, is I am picking the RKO over the Stone Cold Stunner here because the RKO, like I said, throw everything else out the window as far as he's a, he's, he's he's boring now. He doesn't care. He's, he's slow, blah, blah. When he hits that RKO, you still feel something. You still like... Wow, that was good, or that was great most of the time. Like, for example, I don't think I've ever seen any finisher as cool as when him and Seth Rollins did the RKO at WrestleMania. He went up for the curb stomp and then came down and brought him in the RKO. Fucking amazing. Uh, We want to throw Evan Bourne out there earlier. He went for the shooting star press and brought him down with an RKO out of shooting star press. Like, RKO is so versatile and it's so fun. And it does look devastating. It does look good. It is re- uh, realistic. The Stone Cold Stunner, yes, very classic. But it is also one-dimensional. You, w- you wouldn't see all this other stuff with Stone Cold hitting it. It's a kick to the gut and then a fucking uh, stunner. I mean, yes, good, classic, whatever. RKO to me, just me personally, way too more versatile over the stunner for a move that's very similar. One's a sit-out, one's a, like I guess, layout. I'm going to go with the RKO for my personal uh, pick here. Um, I, heard, I heard Lee coughing back there. I don't know if that was a – he, he wasn't – oh, sorry. Scott no, that, that was me. I moved the mic. Whoever it was. Whoever it was, no. they were laughing at me, so we're going to go no. with – No, I'm kidding. That, that was a legit cough. <laughs> I know. Uh, we'll go with Lee here, so we'll save your your 
pick for last, Scott. Oh, great. Yep. Stone Cold Stunner. God damn, I got I, no. I got no real reason other knew. than I already knew. I like I like Austin better than Orton and I DDP. Knew. So there we go. Oh, that's right. I didn't even take into consideration DDP's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. To me, I, I don't. I know my turn's already over, but sorry. RKO is way better. But anyway, um, two for Stone Cold, one for RKO. Uh, Scott, what you got here? Um, well, this is, I'm, I'm sure people are like, it's kind of the same. Well, we, we said that going into it, but, uh, well, the, the Sunner's also what an ace crusher, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of what it was. Uh, Johnny yes. ace, Laurinaitis, right? Did, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> if I, if I'm remembering that right. So yeah. Um, I, I, I talked about the Sunner before and I still voted for it, I think. So it, it is what it is. I just think the RKO is more fun. Um, in that Dallas had it more fun. It was just a more fun move. And I guess that's kind of from the out of nowhere aspect where it was like just suddenly boom, there it is. It, it's hit in a weird way. It's easily countered, which made it more fun. Cause you'd see people throwing him off or stuff like that. And it was almost, that was, there was almost anticipation for that within the move. Like if someone else could go against it, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, no, Austin's version was kind of like, why? how is that finishing him? He's just holding your head there and, and landing. It's jaw-jacking you. That really, that doesn't, I don't know. It always seemed like a weak finisher, but it was a very quick impact one, kind of like Sweet Chin Music and all that, where it was just simply a boom, I win. Uh, the RKO, like when he flies in out of nowhere, I mean, yes, the puns, okay, fine. But it, it's, it's, I liked it. it. It's more fun. I'm going with that. And yeah, that means a coin toss. Oh, man. Did not anticipate that right here. All right. Back-to-back coin tosses here. And we literally just saw the tombstone go out, which I'm sure a lot of people are upset about. We yes. could see the stunner go out, which I'm sure a lot of people that, are upset dude, about. People, yeah, but then I would about. lose. <clears throat> yes. You, you would be devastated and big loss on your name. You just leaves the call after this. It's like, yeah. oh, fuck it. Uh, okay. So two votes for RKO, two votes for the Stone Cold Stunner. Lee, I'm clicking the button. Tell me when you're ready to stop. Ed's. Wow. Tails. No joke. Jesus Christ. I swear to God. 0 for 4. 0 for 4 in coin tosses. Wow. That means means the RKO. I thought for sure. I was like, the stats, the, yeah, it's definitely going to be in your favor this time. Wow. This tournament seemed like Tombstone versus Stunner (laughs) for the final, and yet they're both out. Wow. Yeah. I know a lot of people are mad about the Stone Cold Stunner going out, but man. You know, it happens. It happens. Again, I, I have no problem. Like, the Tombstone, if it won, cool. If the Sunner won, cool. Like, I, I, at least these coin flips, I'm like, I'm fine with either. I'll take, <laughs> in, in these. I'll you know? take all hate mail uh, on Twitter at Jabber Radio. So just, oh, we're going to get it in Discord the moment it's posted. You yeah, realize that. So, yeah. 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 Hey, the coin has spoken. Uh, Lee should have called it better. Um, that's what, that's <laughs> what, that's oh, I, that's I'm going to remember better. that. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> All right. Hopefully no more coin tosses, guys. Here we go. All right. The last match of the second round, the pedigree versus the elbow drop from the top rope. That is the elbow drop from the top rope. Um, I'll go first. As I said earlier, I, I unfortunately, I picked the Canadian destroyer over top rope elbow drop, which a lot of people probably were not happy about, but I felt the elbow drop is a good move. I never once said it wasn't a good finisher. I just thought it wasn't as devastating as the Canadian Destroyer looked. Um, but then again, the pedigree is... This is probably just the bias coming out in me, but I love Triple H. He's probably going to go down as my all-time favorite wrestler. 
and the pedigree is just such a good finishing move. It has put away so many people. It looks good. Sometimes, yeah, he releases it, but I still think it looked... I never once saw a pedigree where I was like, that kind of looked like shitty. I mean, some of them, yes, but not that I can recall. I can't recall one bad, like, looking pedigree. Um, the only time I can think of is when guys stay on their knees, but... Again, it still looks like he's driving their head down to the mat. The elbow drop. Macho Man perfected it. I, I think we've pretty much determined the only two people that really used it as a finisher mainstream-wise was Kylie Sane and Macho Man. Um, but, man, this it's tough, but I'm going to go pedigree. I am going to go pedigree. It may be the bias coming out in me. And me loving Triple H, me loving the f- actual finisher. But that finisher is one of the big reasons why I do like Triple H, actually. I know that may sound weird, but that finisher is a big uh, a big factor in me having Triple H as one of my favorite wrestlers. So that says a lot as far as the finisher goes in my mind. So there you go. One for pedigree. Um, Scott, what you got? This one's easy for me, actually. Um, the pedigree, like I said, has some issues that I, I don't like about it. Uh, like I said, even I, I could show you some, like when he was doing the Michaels ones, he literally would jump up and then just release, and the guy is just falling from, like, knee height. That's not a finisher. But if he holds him, yeah, it is. There's impact, like a pile driver. Can you imagine if he did a pile driver and just let go of him? It just kind of falls on his head. There's no downward impact force. He just kind of falls. That's why I don't like that version of it. So that that's mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but the elbow drop is, is oh yeah, I can't do it as good as Lee, but it's awesome. It's great. It's I, it's an easy pick for me. The pedigree, like you said, put more over. But you can argue that gets into a Hogan type thing where he's running roughshod and no one else gets a chance. And as the history is what it is, fine. But I love the elbow drop. It was always like. The elbow drop was so cool that even when at WrestleMania 4, when he hit DiBiase, the heel commentator is bad-mouthing Savage and goes, whoa, when he's super impressed by the elbow drop. It's so good, the bad guys liked it. To go old school. Okay. I love the elbow drop. I'm going with that. All right. That's one pedigree, one elbow drop. Peanut, what you got? Um, I said last time that I don't care too much about the pedigree. Yes, you did. Though, I'm a big Triple H fan. I just, as a finisher, I just never really enjoyed the pedigree. And I get maybe why he doesn't keep the uh, the arms hooked, maybe to protect the other person. Yeah, it's a little more safe. But Yeah, yeah but it, it doesn't look good when he does like that, unfortunately. Eh, Slash fortunately. You no, know, you're wrong, but it's okay. It's all good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 My just, turn. I'm, yeah, Discord it is your turn. It is your turn. If you've, <laughs> Discord asked if you've said that yet. <laughs> what? What? That's if I said uh. what? This is your opinion, but you're wrong. Oh, I, I, opinion, I never once. I, I was just kidding with Peanut. He Has Bomber that. done the whole, I understand your opinion, but you're wrong statement? That oh, was God. I have not. I have not. It's that was bit. 24 <laughs> minutes ago is when no, he wrote that. No, no. Peanut, you can continue. <laughs> Let the people know, Scott. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, elbow drop. Though I don't think I'm going to be pushing either of these through to the next round. Spoiler. Spoiler. Mm. Peanut with the spoilers. Mm. All right, uh, Lee, what you got here? Okay, let's look at the reality of the situation, yeah. Okay, Triple H, you're a big man, yeah. You got yourself your pedigree. You got Stephanie McMahon as your wife, your successor to the WWE when the old man kicks off, yeah. But here's one thing 
that you don't have over the macho man Randy Savage. I fuck Stephanie first, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna take the elbow drop onto the finals, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I should have seen that coming. Oh no. Oh no. I was hoping. I was like, I hope he. I hope he talks about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. You, I, you saw it coming. You saw the rape coming. The uh, the oh, underage underage sex. Sorry, sorry, the alleged rape. Yes, Peanut saw the alleged rape coming. All right. Oh god. So uh, that's didn't see it. Yeah, he didn't technically see it. All right. So that's in the three for Elizabeth was in the same room watching. Yeah. Three for one. The elbow drop from the top rope will advance over the pedigree. We have our final four. Ladies and gentlemen, the crossface, the sharpshooter, the RKO, the elbow drop off the top rope. We're talking the best in the business, the greatest finisher of all time. Let's get going here. Crossface versus the sharpshooter. Peanut, go for it. I didn't vote for any of these. Nope. You haven't voted for time. any of these fucking four. So. Mm, yes, I did. Did you fin- vote for elbow drop? Round one, elbow drop? Okay. Yep. There you go. So I guess so. Okay. did. Anyway, keep going. What you got? I here? actually don't remember. I got cut out for another job. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, cross face sharpshooter to submission moves, um, to, uh, make someone tap out. They have to hit the mat three times or hit your, a body part three times. Is that real? Or I never they realized. To is that real? No. No, no. Um, <laughs> God, I think it is. I was believed it was a theory. God damn it, Peanut. No, you got no. me. I was about to say I'd never heard that before, but the way it's you said it, the arm drops three times. Remember? Yeah, the way you said it, you had to tap. Yeah, but they don't times. do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. They do, but keep going. Not the three. It's the one, and then it's uh, yeah, they keep call going. it like an MMA fight. Keep going. Keep going. Um, I'm stalling. I got to think about this. Just keep going. Just keep going. All right, sharpshooter. Um, Crossface. That's the moves. Yep. Crossface. Yeah, that are the moves. Wait, is that your pick? You just you just said crossface. That's my that, pick. You just said yeah, crossface. I mean, All I, right. I don't really. Okay, I mean, I'm fine with. They're both awesome moves. I have a feeling um, you don't like so either one of these moves. List. That's my guess. But I didn't personally vote for them, so I don't have an. Um, like a, um, you're not I'm not tr- attached. You know, you're not trying to win here, right? You're just like literally just picking what you thought and think is the better move of the <laughs> No, two. but I'm saying, like, since I didn't vote for any of these since the first round, that means I'm not a big fan of them. Okay. So, them being into the finals, I'm not passionate about um, my pick here. Having said that, but the cro- uh, having said that, the crossface going to the finals. All Thank right. you. That's yeah, one for crossface. Scott, go for it. So these are probably my two favorite submission moves. There you go. Because <laughs> I do love me that crossface. Oh, yeah. So um, the, the the hitman with his sharpshooter versus the guy who actually did kill someone with his. Um, mm-hmm. See, I, I still got there. Oh. <laughs> I'm stalling with death jokes. That's great. Yeah. Um, At Jabber Radio on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that's that's branding right there. Um, it's weird because I'm almost like crossface. Yeah, but it's there's more. It's more dramatic than the sharpshooter, but I still I, I I'm going sharpshooter. The crossface right. really by rights is almost it, it's more effective, but that's simply because, I mean, only Italia uses sharpshooter now. 
That's true. The Decross face has variations now, so I think that might be coloring my opinion of it. So I'm going with my pure emotion of the sharpshooter. That's under- yeah, it's that's it. I mean, hey, yeah, the, like right now when you look at it, you got, as far as crossfaces go, you got Daniel Bryan, and then Sharpshooter, you got Natalia. So you got, they both are being used right now, even though Daniel Bryan, like, just came back, but still. Mm. Um, anyway, Lee, what you got? I already know what you're going to pick, I feel, but what you got? Yeah, um, I mean, I love Bret Hart, and I love the Sharpshooter as a sort of classic hold, but crossface is just on a different level for me. So, uh, I gotta go crossface. We are potentially sending a killer to the fucking, <laughs> to the fucking, uh, the winner Finals, here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Cause it is the crippler crossface. We're all thinking of every time, right? Oh like, yeah. No, yeah. Yes, sure. Daniel Bryan does it, but it is fucking Benoit. Yeah. Crossface, like for yeah. the record, when I We've visualize it, but we have been saying it, it's the crippler crossface. Yes. When I visualize like crossface. The... Yes. Yep. There's Backlund's crossface chicken wing for crying out loud. No, it's the Crippler crossface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the most famous in my eyes as well. Yeah, Crippler crossface. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go pick now, and I see – so on the left – I'm holding my left hand out. I see Chris Benoit locking in the crossface, and I hold my right hand out, and I see Bret Hart locking in the sharpshooter. Which one of these are more devastating? We're talking about the two best at the finisher. Who, which move is better? One working on the face and the arm. The other working on, well, the arm's kind of more just trapped. The other working on the legs and the back. Guys, I'm going crossface. I'm going crossface. I feel that was the more devastating and dramatic looking finisher of the two. Both of them in their own right, classics, both great finishers. But I'm going to pick Crossface. I think it visually looked more devastating, more appealing. Um, yeah, I think it's just the intensity, too, that Chris Benoit brought when he locked in that Crossface on his family. No, I'm kidding. But no, when he literally locked the Crossface in, he brought the intensity. I know I know, Bret Hart did, too. I know Bret Hart did, too. But, man, Benoit was on, like Lee said, kind of it's on another level, man. The Crossface was really fucking good. Um yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, they're, I, mean, I mean, both are good. Not like look the sharpshooter was bad. but Look at their matches. And when the sharpshooter's in, you're like, oh, no, he's going to tap like everybody else. When the crossface is in, it's like, oh, God, he's in the crossface. There was yeah. just more immediacy to it. There was. Because that's like, I'm going to wrench your legs and make it so painful to tap. The crossface, I'm going to rip at your neck, your fucking head. Like, it was just more immediate. And so both, I'm, I'm cool with that one. I'm, I'm okay with that. Both finishers. In the nose. Yeah, when he, like, would wrench it on the face and, the, like, the yeah. back of the hand on the nose. Yeah, it was cool shit. Both finishers have very memorable actual finishes. I mean, Triple H tapping out of WrestleMania to me was a fucking shock. I was blown when I was watching. I was, again, huge Triple H fan. I was, like, devastated. I was like, no! I was screaming. I swear to God, I was screaming when that happened. And then you look on the other side, Sharpshooter with Stone Cold tapping out. Extremely memorable finishes with both of these finishers so didn't tap that's the thing that's, yeah he yeah. didn't even tap um, he just passed the, out the, to the pain so i, I saw the crossface I, I was watching the pay-per-view for mania 20 and i lost my shit when he went to crossface i was yeah. like holy fuck yes like, was, nobody yeah, thought was, like i don't think anybody thought that was the outcome that they thought was gonna i happen. i didn't think it would but i wanted it and when it happened oh god yeah yeah it was good and hey yeah. look it was two canadians uh going head to head so look at that damn right yeah the canadian love there um so 
who is going to face the crossface, or I should say, what is going to face crossface in the fi- in the final round? We got the RKO versus the top ro- uh, top rope elbow drop. Um, Peanut, start it off here for us, since of we course. already know who you're going to pick. So you already kind of hinted at what you're going to pick here. So go for it. Did I? You, I yeah. Forget when I'm you said pick. I'm gonna pick this, but it's not gonna advance for me. Oh Spoiler. wait, I remember totally. Yeah, yeah. remember that. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. RKO. Yeah, so I already said that. Might as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a cool move. I kind of, you know, went through why I think it's a fun move. Though I did pick the Stone Cold Center, so I lost when that got knocked out. But I, I'm on the bandwagon for the RKO, so I'm hoping to win here. Let's go. All right, one for RKO. Uh, Scott. Um, this one is a tough one too. Uh, like I said, the RKO is, the, uh, is a cool, fun move when it happens. But Macho's elbow was just so good. Um, I don't know. Is it the the suddenness of the RKO and the diamond cutter, kind of like can he hit it? Can he hit it? Versus that setup of what you know will be the victory uh, of the elbow drop. Um, hmm. Hmm. I just saw Peanut Discord thing. <laughs> oh, is he typing in just goddamn? Yeah, he's like, spoiler, I'm winning. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> um, uh, again, I'm thinking like RKO because this is more predominantly known now because it's, I mean, Macho Man died. So obviously it's not as prolific now. Yeah, Kyrie Sane, though. Keep it right. Alive. Yeah, Kyrie Sane's, Kyrie Sane's elbow is goddamn amazing. It is. It's, um, it is great. It is fantastic. Like, she's. She literally comes down and her legs are trailing like a cartoon character. Yeah. She's like, boom. Yeah, her legs are over her head when she comes. It's yeah. so good. Like, it's she fun. flips at the top of her arc. It's so great. I'm still stalling a little bit. Um, I think I'm going to go with the elbow uh, because of Macho Man and Kyrie's version of it. Um, the RKO is good, but it's this has kind of been my one that wins out over the other one because I didn't like it as much. I like both of these. I think I like the elbow more. I'm, I'm going to go with elbow. Alrighty, that's one for elbow, one for RKO. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, as good as the elbow drop is, as good as the Macho Man was, as good as Kylie Sane is with the elbow drop, again, still, I'm riding the RKO all the way. RKO, fantastic, out of nowhere. Yes, it is kind of overdone as far as when the move is so good that it kind of got picked up by people that don't even watch wrestling with the memes and the little, like, the YouTube clips and, like, the little just gifts. That's, I think, a testament to how good that finisher is on... It just looks good. It looks it looks fun. It, it's a fun, good-looking move that can be done out of nowhere. It looks devastating. And to me, it's a little more... A slightly more... Uh, I don't know. I shouldn't say legitimate, but... It is a little more devastating than the elbow drop to me. And I have more fun with the RKO than I do the elbow. And I'm going to pick the RKO over the elbow drop. That's going to be two points for the RKO. One point for the elbow drop. Lee. And what? And you know where this is going. Uh, Lee, go for it. Let's let's all have fun. Not a wrestling match no more. No. Let's all go in the ring and dance like a bunch of little girls. Yeah. Have some fun. Listen up. Brandy Orton. Brandy Borton. Yeah. He doesn't do anything to sit up his move. He's got no charisma. He's a piece of crap. Yeah. DDP. 
I made his career in the WCW. If I didn't put him over, his move would be long forgotten. Yeah. So the macho man is going to drop the elbow, and we're going to another goddamn tiebreaker. Yeah. Oh, I love these. No. The suspense. I do not love these. P- uh, fucking Matt, so- Zion- no. Matt Zion's fault for not showing up for this goddamn thing. You know who wins? Randy. <sighs> Here we go. You shut your mill. Yeah. They're All both right. Randy. <laughs> they are both Randy. You're 100% right. I Rand- shouldn't have had to explain that. Randy will <laughs> advance no matter what here. But which one will it be? <laughs> All right. Two for RKO. Two for the elbow drop off the top rope. Lee? He's 0 for 4. Oh, Lee, this is it. This is it. What's it going to be? Let me know when to stop. Kids. You're not going to believe this. Fuck! It's, it's tails. I swear to God. Fucking it's Christ! You've I, got to I, me. I swear. I promise to you, uh, it is tails. Have you went heads the whole time? He went heads the whole time. <laughs> it was tails every time. Oh my fucking Christ! Oh for win. five, ladies and gentlemen. The RKO will advance to the finals. Randy has. I remember that one show. He went <laughs> yes. five for five. With the- And I mean, goddamn, Randy Savage was going to dedicate his win to fucking Nancy and Daniel. (laughs) So you had a storyline planned out? I did. I was building a storyline to this whole thing. Oh, my God. Anyway, (laughs) here we go. We are in the finals. Who knows? Is this the finals that you pictured? Probably not. But that's probably not at all. That's where we're at. (laughs) If you've listened to the best in the business before, you'll realize we usually somehow do not come to the most popular votes because no. I, I say it's more of a median. I like, like it. I love how I it think ends it's, up. It's more of a time. median. It's more of a median pick. Like it's it's the moves yeah, we always, that are good. But like people we always get here, the then we're like, we're like, how did this happen? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. here we go. Either way, the crossface versus the RKO. What was the best finisher in the business? All right, that sounded weird. According to the job radio. Yes, according to Jobber Radio, please don't get mad at us and unfollow us or everything. Here we go. Uh, as I always do, who wants to start it off? I'll go. Okay, okay there we go. I was about to say, is anybody? Okay, Lee, start it off here. Okay, I'm going to be the guy. Crossface. All right, I had a feeling you were going to go for that. Uh, <laughs> just want to say. So that's one for the crossface over the RKO. <laughs> this is sort of a hate vote, by the way. It's just like a fuck you vote. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go next because. Well, wait, can, I, I, I really wanted to go. Uh, okay, if you want to go, you can go. Go for it. I was gonna do the exact same thing. <laughs> A hate vote? <laughs> no, but be like crossface done. I was gonna say that exact thing. No, okay. Is that is? Are you picking crossface? Yes, legitimately. I was like crossface. I'm done. I, I was just like, yeah, it's crossface. Obviously, I was literally gonna say that exact thing. Like, I don't. I don't want to be the guy fucking Lee stole my thing. If Rab was there, he'd be like, no, I just voted twice. What are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All God. Right. So that's two for the crossface. But just to get it out of there. That's, yeah. Okay, now the actual discussion can happen. Zero for the RKO. You know what? <laughs> I don't want to let Peanut fuck this up. Peanut, what are you doing? <laughs> I'll let Wait Peanut a go. Peanut, it, you go. In theory here, you're how just trying to mess this up? I Trust me. I know. I know. God damn it. Go. Oh. I know the way you well. fucking roll. Give me your pick. Okay. <clears throat> the crossface, when I think about it, has that one. Well, it's it's an awesome move. Awesome finisher. 
has that one iconic moment, uh, WrestleMania, um, when Triple H is in the cross face, he's bleeding, uh, rolls through, wait a minute, he's in the center of the ring now, boom, boom, tap out. That's an awesome moment. The RKO really doesn't have, at least that I can think of, oh where it's God. like, what an awesome... Well, besides lie. maybe... You're about to lie so hard. Besides the, um, the RKO into the sh- um, shooting star press, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought looked bad. Like, everyone was like, oh, it's so awesome. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's cool, but it didn't actually look good. Like, I saw it, and it's like, he... Yeah. It was like he, like, patted him on Evan Bourne on the head when he was coming down. He's like, oh, good job, Evan. Um, <laughs> but that being said... <laughs> I'm going to throw my vote towards the RKO because it is an iconic move. As Bomber laid out, it's everyone knows it. I mean, you'll hear kids that don't know anything about wrestling being like, RKO out of nowhere. They don't know really what it means. They've seen it on a meme. Super popular. Um, I think it's a cool move. Um, really, like the RKO versus Stone Cold Stunner uh, matchup that we had, that was like the toughest one for me. Because I think those both of them would have been worthy of winning, so I'm going to give my vote to the RKO, which I know what Bomber's going to vote for. So, all right, here we go. Uh, that's one for the RKO, two for the crossface. Um, I have voted for both of these the entire way through. Just want to point that out. As um, you uh, go through on the Excel doc. Yep. Uh, as I look at them, yep, I picked both of these all the way through. Um, I don't know if I initially thought this would be the finals, but I did think RKO would go far. Um, Crossface is surprising to me that it's this far in the bracket. I think most people, when they look at the left side, they probably think Tombstone, maybe Sweet Chin Music, maybe Frog Splash. Uh, but Crossface is probably surprising and is winning right now, which is also surprising. Oh, man. It has a lot of drama, as we talked about. It, a lot of memorable moments. It looks a very effective finish, uh, submission finisher. I think very deserving of the best submission finisher on this list, probably, in, uh, obviously, in general. Um, but, man, that RKO. That RKO. I am not the biggest Randy Orton fan. I do think he is a good wrestler, I know his his charisma as of late, the past, like, what, 10 years? Maybe isn't that uh, memorable. He's a little slow, a little... little uh, He's a little slow. A little boring as far yeah, in-ring work, that is, to most. But the, I still say the RKO is still a fantastic finisher. Oh, you piece of shit. Um... I don't Point think I, I know. I know you don't like Randy Orton, but I still think you are overlooking the the impact of that move. You're that is like shaded by your hate for Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton is fucking. You're just your hate for Randy Orton is preventing you from seeing how good the RKO can you just, is. I can feel. you just say? Can you just say DDP because Point at least us. that's a. At least his, his uh, that's, version. You know is, what? Is yes, a, and I always I keep talking about the RKO. I don't even think about the. How great DDP because it's written was out as RKO. So, yeah, it least, is on least, our spreadsheet. Yes, it's RKO. Yeah. Is, so at least at least, spoiler, D, at least DDP's version is a legit wrestling hold. It's like he actually has to work for it. Okay, so yes, it, when you even I 
All this is just counting Randy Orton, throw in DDP, and it's an overwhelmingly vote for the RKO slash uh, diamond cutter for me uh, over the crossface. Even though I thoroughly do like the crossface, I'm going RKO. That means it's 2-2. Everybody that's mad with the coin tosses, talk coin to toss. uh, at Matt Zion, I think it's W-E oh. maybe or something. I don't know what his Twitter is. I think it's Matt Zion W-E. We. we? Yeah, Matt Zion We. Either way, uh, talk to him. Um, but we're at another Believe point. Me, none us. of you are more mad than I am right now. <laughs> yes. So here we go. <laughs> it's all in I think hands. this is only the second time this has happened that we've finished the show on a coin toss. So go ahead. Lee, are you ready? Yep. All right. Do you I'm going to start tails or do you betray yourself? He's over five. We're going to find out. I'm clicking it. Go for it. What do you got? Let me know when you're it's... ready. It's heads. Fucking it's Christ. Heads. It's heads. Jesus, about time. It's heads. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. Perfect timing. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the crossface wins the Jabba Radio best in the business, best finisher of all time. It was a submission. Wow. Nobody thought that was going to happen. I don't think anybody called that right off the bat. I guarantee you nobody picked that. I thought the Swanton Bomb was going to knock it out. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and then it didn't. Until no. we start talking <clears throat> I legit <laughs> think people are thinking like Rock Bottom, even though it's not. Stunner, Tombstone, Rock Bottom didn't even make 24, yeah. That's what I mean. Like People were thinking those, obviously. And then when you really get down to it, oh, Hogan leg drop and stuff. And then, yeah. Yeah, I so think the, a lot of people think those because of the popular wrestler. But when you think more in depth on the moves, I think they get we have, outweighed. Well, we, we have a winner, which is the only move to have potentially actually killed someone. Oh, my God. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I would be a lot more satisfied <laughs> if I won. But. I couldn't. I couldn't keep a straight face on that. So no, the, people, people have probably died from tombstones. You know, probably they. Yeah, they probably got them. Yeah. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you aren't like you sons of bitches. You just you're glorifying Chris Benoit. Not really, just his finisher. But um, you know. So the crossface wins over the arcade in the finals. We hope you enjoyed. We'll see you on the next one. It may be a poll. It may not. Follow us on Twitter at Jabba Radio. We'll see what happens. Um, until next time, go back and listen to our other best in the businesses because they are just as fun as this one. And we'll see you on the next video slash episode if you're listening on iTunes. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>